CIOCS, SOUP5, ITES SW2, TUGIT. These contracts are just a few of the many federal contracts Connection Public Sector Solutions supports. Connection's IT hardware, software, and services for federal agencies are budget-friendly and delivered with exceptional customer service, easing procurement challenges, and day-to-day frustrations. Connection Public Sector Solutions, guiding the connection between people and technology. Learn more at connection.com slash fedcontracts. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CAPITAL200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CAPITAL200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, Foos! Yo. It's episode 223 of the Foobar Show. Ready to get down on some Justice League talk? Boogie, oogie, oogie. All right. Well, it's Justice League. Oh. A good one. There's much to discuss, Foo. But first, okay. find a bunch of cool Foo Bar Show merch at tpublic.com. Find tons of new merch items like totes, travel mugs, magnets, baseball tees, and regular tees in tons of new colors and styles. Go to our merch page found at foobarshow.com to check it all out. Also, click on the link for my band, The Fallen Electric, at the bottom of foobarshow.com for music and merch, also through tpublic. Add the Fallen Electrics music to your Spotify or Apple Music playlist today. And lastly, ALF Live Events, man. Whether you'd like to host your next virtual event or ready to go live in person or given the times foos in a socially responsible manner, ALF can help you do it right. They pride themselves in being masters of audio, visual, and lighting solutions. Most recently, Foos, they've become masters of virtual events and meetings, partnering with their clients to produce live events in a socially safe environment. Go to ALFLEI.com to get their contact information. They can be contacted via phone call or email for any questions on how they can help you produce a flawless event. That's ALFLiveEvents at ALFLEI.com. That's ALFLEI.com. And now, without further ado, Foos, Episode 223, here we go. From Filthy Martini Studios in Ontario, California, it's the Fever Show! Hey, what's up, everyone? I am Josie. With the Gosh. Thank you all very much for listening to the Hoobar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a champ. You can always reach us and check out our merch at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com. And search F-O-O-Barshow on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? Yeah. See, foo. All right. You're correct. Well, foos, on tap, we got this. No. 
Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> anyway, foos. I uh, found yeah, that online dead. and I, I, I had to play it. Well, I do like that song. <laughs> kazoo. I'm not a fan of kazoo. Not, not anymore. <sighs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know how I found I think I was just browsing Facebook and it just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, I need to play this on the pod, man. <laughs> Foo, the, the caves of the internet are very deep, Foo. Yeah, they careful. are. They're very cavernous. Best. But um, before we get started, because as I said at the top of the uh, the the uh, you know the, the the live reads, uh, the thing, we're, yeah, the thing. the thing, we're talking about Justice League. <laughs> By and large, that's the majority of this episode. On tap today is really just pretty much that. Uh, no sports, no joint report. We got other things to talk about and geeking out too, but that's really going to be the meat of it. And then you know we're going to end it out, uh, end it up with uh, music highlights and a little foo facts. Isn't that right, foo? Yeah, <laughs> you got that lined up, man. Like Foo facts, TBD. Uh, my 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 source has to be changed, Foo. Oh, is your is your normal uh, fun facts website that you just normally Google not good enough anymore? No, man. <laughs> it's all played out. All right. Well, before we get into any of that, I have a bone to pick with the Foo. Not so much a bone to pick, but. It's kind of like a what the fuck. Like, like, so earlier this week, the, the FUBAR chat room, I, I, you know, I never stopped learning new things about the foo. And apparently <laughs> the foo thing, Where's this whole going? time, this whole time, the foo somehow thought that Mexico was in South America. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Now, I forget how we got into that topic. Foodie, can you uh, can you uh, add some color to this? Do you remember how we got into that topic? I think we're talking about NAFTA, Foo. I don't think we were, no. man. No, Foo. I don't think that, that that's ever come up in any of our. Oh, you know what it was? You know what it was? <laughs> um, uh, Josh and I were complaining about our parents not being able to use technology properly. Oh, right. So, uh, so we were on this long ass. You know, text only Tirade. rant, yeah, <laughs> that filled up a lot of our of our feed on this, and then somehow we got to uh, let's see here. I I had I just screamed out, "They're the worst generation!" I swear. <laughs> and then Josh was like, "Yep, they should all be put in homes." <laughs> and then well, th- and this is true. This is something that I yell out at my mom every time I have to do something that's fairly basic in 2021 that should be universally known if you have at least you know any kind of smartphone. <laughs> Uh, for, for the longest time, ever since I was a little kid, uh, because I, I'm an only child and they really just go to me for everything technology. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys saw the moon landing live on TV. How is this like a foreign technology to you guys? <laughs> um, uh, and then Josh, well, they weren't on the moon landing though. They saw so. it live on TV, man. And then, uh, Josh is like, these fucks are going to give me an aneurysm. And then all of a sudden, I don't know where the food's like, throw that shade all the way down to Mexico. Foo. And uh-huh. and I'm just like South America isn't safe either, bro. And you're just like that's that's why I said that. And then I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, does the foo think that Mexico and South America is in South America? And then I just casually, just you know, no punctuation, just you know, as a matter of fact, I'm like, hey, bro, um, Mexico is in North America. 
<laughs> and then you 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 uh you posted this uh, the the gif of Trevor Noah going hmm, hmm okay. <laughs> Is it though? And then minutes later, <laughs> minutes later, he's like, dang, foo, I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just like, I can't believe this conversation just happened. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, I don't, and then we just, and then I, I forgot who said, some, some, somebody just kind of changed the subject. And I'm like, is nobody going to like keep discuss the fact that the food didn't know that Mexico was in North America? Did you honestly think it was in South America? Who I got? I plead the fifth. <laughs> oh my god! One, two, three, four, fifth. Foo. Oh my god! This man got pregnancy brain. Foo. Yeah, yeah. It was you actually who changes the subject. Foo, you're like Wonder Woman CGI is terrible. <laughs> uh, immediately trying to change the subject. So I didn't immediately. That was hours later. Well, it was the next thing on the feed. And I'm like, really? Is nobody going to shit on this guy? Am I the only one? So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll bring it up on the pod. So where'd you think it was? Where'd you think this entire massive land that's just south of our borders was? South of America, who? Oh, for fuck's oh sake. wow. <laughs> Am I wrong, though, in that statement, Josh? Well, America's is, an entire Is it continents. south of America, though? No, foo, because it's a part of America. America's the fucking continent, you... Dang, it's Josh. the United States of America. Right. It's south of the United States of America. There you go. But that's not what Th- it's there, food. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you just went a little too a far south, continent. Foo. Continent. It, it, you know, the foo is one of those guys that uh, you know when Jay Leno used to do jaywalking and just ask basic questions. <laughs> yeah. The foo is When's the, guy... the War of eighteen twelve. Exactly. Uh, when did the War of eighteen twelve take place? Nineteen <laughs> uh, hundred. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, I just wanted to give you a solid shaming there, Foo. Uh, and I guess now you know, you know. You Foo, can, you learn something I every learned day. something new every day, Foo. That's common knowledge, though. And that's not even a Foo fact. That's just a, <laughs> that's just a regular fucking everyday fact. But um, Well, yeah, Foo, we could tell because you didn't do the Foo fact drop. I mean, damn. Yep. <laughs> Well, Foos, uh, we, we have a lot to talk about. We're probably gonna probably gonna go long on the geeking out here, but it's warranted, man. I, I know that we were gonna talk about maybe doing Podzilla today. That's not happening. Matter of fact, that may not happen for another few weeks, right, Foo? You're gonna be on a sabbatical for right, Foo. For the next uh, what three or four weeks, give or take? Yeah, man, three or four months sounds right. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! But anyway, see you at the end of summer, foo. <laughs> the uh, the the just to remind everybody, the next Podzilla, whenever the fuck that it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be the return of Godzilla, which is the 1984 kaiju classic that you can find virtually nowhere. So yeah. you know what you know what foo? Uh, I vote that we do exactly what they did when they released this new Godzilla. They waited a shit long. They waited like time. nine years, right? <laughs> yeah, so we'll just wait like nine episodes. There okay. you go. Oh damn. Wait, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep everybody on your toes. With, uh, <laughs> we'll let you know. Yeah, at the very, very last second. Uh, before we go on to next podcast, well, we're going to have a special guest on. He's been on the podcast before. Uh, local uh, Southern California hip-hop artist, Hope. Uh, he came out with a new album with a bunch of new cool tracks featuring a lot of cool uh, local artists, uh, which a, f- a few of them have been on the show, too. So 
It's going to be nice, dope to talk nice. to him about that, too. I think Anonymous is on one of his tracks. So, um, yeah, it's going to be cool. Didn't they just drop a new didn't he just drop a new song called like Stimulus Food? What do you think that's about? <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't know, man. Well, ask him. Hey, okay? yeah. ask him for hey, food. Ask him for everyone it. needs a little hope. Food. We all need a little hope right now. Hey, yeah. hey, we do. <laughs> we do. Uh, but okay, yeah, everybody, uh, just, uh, stick around for the next podcast to check out that interview with Hope. And that should be fun. And uh, I mean, without further ado, you want you guys just want to get into geeking out? Sifu. All right, let's do it. out is brought to us by planet nasa's new event planning company launching on mars soon book your next out of this world event with planet take it away uh, i see i see i see what you did there mm-hmm. Love again. I, I, I synced it <laughs> <laughs> all right well what are we getting started with today because it's not just justice league that we're talking about but we wanted mm-hmm. to massage everybody into it we can briefly talk we- about the reason why we didn't have an attack on Titan on the 14th. Yeah. Seafood. And, uh, I mean, we, we we plan all of our Sundays to check out the new attack on Titan for this um, long and slow-moving season. Oh, my God. Talk oh, about slow. Shit. Shut Dude. the fuck up. <laughs> oh, these foos over here. I read the manga, so I am more Episode one through three of WandaVision was necessary. It was. <laughs> it was. And what do you think these episodes yeah, are? Yeah, you fucking, fucking fuck. Fucking boring. No, we have no idea who the is. hell of Marlene's in. We're finding them out. We're finding out all the shit we've yes. been waiting for for the last three years. Yes, let the hate consume you. Doesn't even matter. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> all right, well, tell us all about anyway. that stuff. Why didn't we have an attack on Titan last week? Because Japan... Had breaking news. They had an earthquake last week, and so the news coverage uh, consumed the airways, and they did not broadcast Attack on Titan. So we breaking were breaking so- news. There was an earthquake last week. Yeah, it was a big earthquake, and they were put on tsunami I mean, warning. They're right on the fault line. Yeah, and then Your entire just- continent island is on a fault line. Just- Fukushima is no longer inhabitable because the nuclear site fucked up after that one earthquake and tsunami that they got. Yeah, back Ooh, in- I've seen Godzilla. That was ten years ago. <laughs> that was that was Zilla, wasn't it? Mm. I knew it. Well, yeah. just <laughs> so we were supposed to get. Two episodes this week, but now they're not sure if it's going to happen because they just had another earthquake this morning. 7.0 earthquake. And now they're on tsunami. No! Jesus. So. They're on tsunami watch They're right on now? tsunami watch. Oh, damn. So hopefully no tsunami. I mean, those aftershocks are going to, you know, hit pretty hard, too. So we'll we'll see. Um, Poor Japan, they, man. They, they're getting the raw end of these tsunami deals no man first america now earthquakes food yeah yeah it's been a terrible 50 years <laughs> it's been rough i mean i mean food their their history is just built with strife and, and loss it's, it's happens also i think it's, it's been happened. more than 50 years so it's hundreds 60. of years food more like 60 yeah yeah something like that ish so hopefully you know the earthquakes you know simmer down for them 
Um, Funimation and Crunchyroll might release it for everyone else. No, uh, for Japan, but they're not sure yet. And then we're not sure if they're going to release the episodes for the rest of the world uh, this week. Yeah, because I think they prioritize airing them in Japan first, right? Right. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. If we don't get them, then I mean they're going through a crisis right now. So. Well, that I'm means that we'll, we'll get a whole bunch of them all at once, at least. I'm okay with that. Most likely. It's cool. I already know what happens. Shut up, fool. This motherfucker. <laughs> yes, look at him. Look at this sophisticated gentleman. Yeah, fucking. I mean, we're only a week, week and a half away from the final chapter releasing. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, me and the foo are just on, on the edge of our seats wanting to see how they end this. They could either turn the Game of Thrones route and piss everyone off. Or they can go, you know, true to Isayama's, you know, vision and upset some people, but it's going to be a satisfying ending. But um, now, now you, you've been reading the mangas with your pinky out, thinking you're better with than the rest of us. Yeah. But it, are, have oh, they, no, I am. That's fine. Shut up. <laughs> have they been following it pretty? Like, are they true to the mangas? Yes. Yes. Like 100 percent, or are they taking some liberties and some things? No, they're they're, they're, they're actually they're actually streamlining it a little bit better than the manga. Oh, mm-hmm. it's a lot quicker. Like I would say the the way the show is doing it, they're still fitting all of this arc that was in the manga. Like and it's like the Fu said, it's just quicker. Like it's a lot quicker action. The dialogue's a lot quicker. Um, it's just the art style. It's a little different again from what we've seen. Yeah, I don't. Seasons. I don't like the art style. Um, Why but not? They look all pudgy and like, like they look like for they're from the forties and the fifties. <laughs> they look. They look weird. It's a softer animation. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is, and that's what some people have complained about for this year. But yeah, like right now, the way it, the way it seems, um, we're three episodes away from um, the end and the, the last episode is what me and the foo believe uh, or the last, uh, yeah, the last episode is going to be like where they're going to stop it um, is like when the rumbling is a big deal. I think that, I think they're going to cut just short because there's a little mini battle before the rumbling starts. Yeah. And I, th- I think they're and Jose is gonna be pissed. I think I've said this before. What they're gonna tease that battle and be like, "All right, they're about to throw down cliffhanger. See you next time." <laughs> and they're calling this the final season. Do you mm-hmm. it? Do you think it's actually gonna be the final season, or is that in yes? Quotes? Because no, I think it's gonna be the final season because they're gonna do movies for oh. the last of it. Uh, because of the the amount of material that they're leaving off. Is enough for at least like one showdown? or two movies. Yeah, because uh, they yeah. they have they have two arcs left, so they could probably drag it into two movies, covering one for each arc. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they had already said that they were exploring that idea, um, or just creating a new series for the last two arcs. But I would prefer a movie. Um, so I, I mean it all I fuck who knows man who knows it, it's I, I really just they haven't wait. announced shit either because yes uh-uh. we really don't know what's going down and I think they're rate really waiting for the last chapter of the manga to release before they announce what they're really going to be doing as far as a series or a new um, set of movies yeah because Josh um 
I think I saw online that episode 16 of this uh, season is going to be called Heaven and Earth. And Mm. that's like, that's actually one of the chapters near the end of the manga. I think that was only like four chapters ago. Yeah. So they're going to switch around the manga material a little bit for the anime. So we're going to get a chapter as the finale instead of like way down the line when we should. So the the show's going to change up a little bit of order. It's going to make sense still, but they're going to change the order around just a tiny bit. Um, Probably to fit with the season ending type of... uh, That makes sense, I guess, Mm -hmm. to fit in this shortened season. Um, But yeah, I think because they're on pace right now to be like on chapter... 112, 113, 114, some shit like that. So they still have 25 chapters to go um, to cover the rest of the series, and we're only getting three more episodes, mm-hmm. four more episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay, and what page are they on specifically, since you're giving them all these numbers? Well, they're giving the chapter that they're going to wow, end Wow, what with. a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was ready to answer it, too. Okay, call it like I see it. Like, actually... <laughs> Continue, Foo. Yeah, go Foo. No, I'm done. <laughs> All right, fine. Way to go, Steph. <laughs> well, We're shit. done here. I hope our friends in Japan are okay, man, after that earthquake. Hopefully there's no tsunami. And if there is, my God. <laughs> I, hope that, I hope it doesn't like ruin cities or anything. That'd be fucked up. Just look out for <laughs> giant lizard footprints, okay? Mm-hmm. We need to look out for giant lizard footprints. Yes. Mm-hmm. Explain everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, moving on, before we get into some Justice League talk, which will be lengthy, as previously stated, uh, another, another show um, aired on the uh, Disney, Disney Plus app. It was the... Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's right, Foos. Um, tell us all about what you guys thought about it. I liked it. It was dope. I liked it a lot, too. You still get the same you know, film style that they did for the Captain America films. Mm -hmm. And then now it's just, we're really seeing the after effects of the blip through Sam and Bucky's eyes. And I like what, I like the route that they're taking with Bucky too, is that, okay, cool. Look, look, man, you got a pardon. You just got to go to these fucking therapy sessions and make amends. And the way he makes amends is pretty funny. How he scares the shit out of that chick. (laughs) (laughs) He's I'm just making amends. And he walks away and the police are coming after yeah, well, he, he yeah, said, pretty much gets her arrested. Pretty much, yeah, 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 because he sold she sold him out at one point because mm-hmm. she was a part of Hydra, right? Like, that's what yeah. she was like a senator or something, right? Yeah, and also, yeah, so, um, the, the, the real arc that I know that that's going to be very interesting because it's so emotional is the fact that he made friends with this old Japanese man oh. whose son was tr- was uh doing like some studying right uh, overseas or abroad, and he, yeah. And he ends up uh, attacking, I don't know, whatever group that he was set to attack while he was still brainwashed. And he ended up killing this kid who was just standing there in the wrong place, wrong time. Collateral damage, foo. And uh, and that's the number one name on his uh, amends list. Mm-hmm. And I uh, hope everyone learns, foo, when your friends invite you out to do more shots at the bar. Just go do it. Yeah. Just go. Otherwise, you're going to get Just killed. go, man. You're gonna get winter soldiered. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm always gonna go drinking now, guys. I won't turn down a drink ever. Yeah, me either, man. I don't want to get oh, winter soldiered. Dude. 
yeah but that's that's going to be a, yeah definitely if it was going to be an interesting arc um and then you know sam sam's arc with giving up the shield to the museum oh um, that's you know sucks. and Rhodey is going to be uh in the show like mm -hmm. a lot i guess going forward um since and it's funny when you really think about it you have the best friends of cap along with tony stark's best friend right. they pretty much have their own series now mm -hmm. um so it's kind of begs the question did Rhodey know that the shield would eventually go to a new captain america that that u.s agent guy i don't think so you don't think that he may have known i mean he's in the government you don't well he was like he was the one that asked sam he's like dude why didn't you just take the mantle mm -hmm. so he was like i think he was more like why didn't you do it like now there's gonna be no no more no, Cap captain, no captain america yeah. yeah yeah i mean it could be it too um but you never know i mean governments always keep Government officials always keep secrets, food. Well, and also uh, this 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 newish Captain America is does that come up uh, in the comics? To you guys' knowledge, yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. his name is Wyatt Russell. Okay. Or, or the 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 actor's name is Wyatt Russell, but his name is Alan Walker. Okay. Um, or John Wyatt. Walker. John Walker and Wyatt Russell is actually Kurt Russell's son. Oh, Kurt shit. Russell and Goldie really? Hawn's son. Oh, that explains the yeah. Gym. That defined yeah. fucking chin. That's a Russell chin for sure. Yeah, it's a Russell chin for sure. Yeah, yeah. He was in the Black Mirror. Um, I guess he was in that one uh, World War II zombie movie. Um, damn, I can't remember the name of it. But uh, yeah, he's been in a lot of a lot of upcoming stuff. And so yeah, he's gonna be U.S. agent. And U.S. agent is a hero, but he's more like a darker um, Captain America. Plays by his own rules. Yeah, yeah, he drinks. You know, he he's like a womanizer. He's an American. Um, he's an American. Yeah, <laughs> the, the true American, a modern American, Captain modern America, American. I should say, so Southern America, Southern Captain America. Yeah, man. Uh, well, they did. Uh, uh, that's that's an awesome arc because you know, right from the get go, you know that they're doing Falcon dirty like that because he he gave it up mm -hmm. to be in a type of museum, you know, and now they just yeah took he didn't it give down. it up to go back to the government. Yeah. yeah. So he's gonna be pissed, and he's gonna try and get that shield back in some some way. Yeah, well, maybe and eventually stop, I think he will. Maybe Falcon will stop being a little bitch and take some, you know, responsibility. Take, yeah, exactly. Well, him and Bucky, man, the, they gotta they gotta man up. Yeah, These guys are strong as hell. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that they kind of gave us uh, a backstory when we already know who they are, but they made it work. Mm -hmm. They did. It's a nice little intro into who they are now. I would say. Well, and the blip um, just kind of shuffled their entire lives around. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's kind of like they had Gone to restart for five their years. Lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, exactly. So the they got a fresh lease on life, essentially. Yeah, and um, um, it's going to be cool. I was telling Steph uh, after that first uh, opening scene that there's going to be a sick ton of like drone shots whenever Falcon oh, does his thing. Man, that that was a sick opening sequence, man. So that was... Good. That was dope. That was a nice way to start everything off. Yeah. Like to see Falcon in action. Um, and then well, I don't know if you guys know this, that other corporal that like is following um, you know, following him around, mm -hmm. he eventually becomes uh the new Falcon when oh. uh when what the hell is his name? Uh, Sam, when Sam uh takes over the mantle as Captain Falcon. Oh, Captain okay. Falcon. Oh, okay. Captain, uh, yeah, Captain America. Captain Falcon. Oh, he should be Captain Falcon. Wait a minute. They missed Wait a perfect a opportunity. Oh, Dude. 
Falco Venom. Punch. Hey man, we we have already pissed off Japan enough. Okay. Is, oh, okay. Yeah, that's good point, food. Good point. Is there a Falcon and Winter Soldier comic, or is this just for no, yeah. the TV universe? Let me look that up. Well, I, I'm not. You guys I, continue to. Talk. I, I, I don't rec- I Sorry, Steph. Go ahead. Uh, because I don't really follow Captain America too too much in the comics so I'm I'm not really like familiar with the other um supporting characters. Oh so actually I... yes there is a, a there's a four part series of Captain of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh okay because I, I know it online. I know they're not following the true Civil War arc because in their they comic Civil War Cap actually died. Mm-hmm. Oh right, right. So, so here's the synopsis. If after you finish, Fu, sorry. Spoiler alert. Sorry, Fu. I'm just giving you the synopsis of this comic book. I'm just kidding. I I've already read the uh, uh, the one that follows the uh, the one I was just talking about. It's called Fallen Sun, mm-hmm. and that's that's when Sam and Bucky each try to take the shield up on their own. So they fight each other for it. No, oh. um, like no, Sam, Sam Sam tries to um take the mantle up and then he realizes he's not you know he can't be captain america and then bucky tries to take it up except he wears black pants he's black pants captain america mm-hmm. and he's like yeah i'll never have the charisma steve had and then when he was done kind of trying to fill in for captain america that's when um the, this next fake captain america came in and started causing issues mm-hmm. oh okay interesting yeah, don't forget that Godzilla Captain America that <laughs> screams USA. <laughs> Captain Kaiju. Captain, Captain Kaiju. Kaiju. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Foo's the so in the comic book series, uh, office an office of dead government agents, a gifted new killer, two ex Captain Americas, when a dramatic attempt attempt on the life of Bucky Barnes reunites him with Sam Wilson. The two old friends are plunged plunged headlong into a range to uncover the new leader of a Hydra before a mass casualty event announces the terror group's resurgence to the world. Hmm. So it's pretty much them going up against the new Hydra. Yeah. Nice. Hydra, I mean, Hydra never fucking goes away in the comic books. It Fu, just... when you cut off one head, two appear. See, Fu. See, That's it right, ain't over. Fu. They're still lingering, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, yeah, I can't wait to see where the, where the, this goes because we still haven't seen Baron Zemo yet. Um, we're just getting a glimpse of these weird new superhumans from the, the what is it called? The false flags or um, flag smashers. Flag smashers. Mm-hmm. The sma- yeah, the flag smashers. We're just getting introduced to them. So um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what the rest of the series does. It's going to be pretty entertaining. I like how this first episode didn't even have Bucky and Sam interact. Like they were doing their own thing throughout the entire mm-hmm. episode too. So when they finally interact, I wonder how that, that dynamic is going to be like because they probably hadn't seen each other since the funerals that they had to attend. Like mm-hmm. Tony Stark's funeral and that kind of thing. I hope it's some I hope it's some funny shit like they did in Civil War. Civil War. Yeah, they have charisma when they're together for sure. Well, like they're in the car. Yeah. He said, like, "Can you move?" No. <laughs> no. <laughs> or when uh Spider-Man gets flung out up. by Red Man. Yeah, he's all yeah. 
You couldn't have done that sooner. I He's hate like, I you hate so you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know, uh, it's funny you bring up Spider-Man because uh, in Civil War, what I heard was that Kevin Feige, after seeing the sequence of them working together against Spider-Man, that that is what gave him the idea to give these guys their own show. When they yeah, and their charisma off off camera too, like yeah. their like their companionship, like fucking how well they worked up, with f- each fucking, other. Uh, fucking around all the time mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. yeah yeah they had a good back and forth which this essentially is like a i would say this series is like a buddy cop tom clancy series hmm. it's like watching i mean because you get that tom clancy feel like that spy thriller feel right but you get that you're gonna we're gonna get that buddy cop feeling soon once bucky and sam get together i feel yeah. they have that good back and forth with each other and so sam is trying to get a uh, alone and he can't do it because he doesn't have credit because he's been gone the last five years because he's been a part of the blip which is fucked up that mm-hmm. sounds like a loophole foo but we'll give it a pass <laughs> well uh, what i'm getting at is like so is, is he trying to be a fisherman too while he's doing all this he's trying to he's trying to help his family foo uh, he's trying yeah. to support his family and sister mm-hmm. like and the reason why was because he was gone for five years so he has no income for five years yeah so they can't give a loan to a guy that was legally dead for five years but it's like bro there's millions of fucking people in this world that were doing it so you're just denying millions of people fucking yeah no kidding mortgages damn the banks are shady bro i mean that's obvious if they were still running off the same policies and procedures as before the blip then that sucks but they wouldn't wouldn't give them the loan but i i like the way that they did that though because it shows like life still continued you know to suck and <laughs> people are still struggling and then when all of those people came back it just made it worse yeah yeah i mean it just shook everybody up and all of a sudden all these people just appeared again out of nowhere mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah it's gonna be an interesting interesting theme because i think yeah that's gonna be the main theme because that's what the flag smashers are about like they don't want any more countries they just want to be one unified earth mm-hmm. so it's yeah it's going to be crazy how to see how that comes into play uh, moving forward so we only got five more five more episodes yeah it's a, a short, short one it's a short season mm-hmm. uh, now is, is this going to be a series or is it just going to be a one season thing like wandavision what do you know they're about saying that? that they're saying that this one is going to be uh a, um just one season or a series like a full series that they're going to have a, a couple of seasons going forward that wandavision was solely meant to be a series yeah and like i get that it was pretty series. it was pretty contained i mean into, mm-hmm. in the hex really literally but yeah so that's why yeah she's been in a ton of movies and we haven't she's, really got her background like we have recently it was a good mm-hmm. way to bring back vision i'll say that True. was yeah yeah Gives, uh, yeah, it's and then they're introducing other elements to into future movies like Quantum Manium. That's where Jimmy Woo is going to come up again mm-hmm. in the next Ant Man movie. Your boy, um, Captain Marvel two, like in the Secret Invasion, with knowing that the scrolls are are still are still here on Earth mm-hmm. and that we don't even know about it yet. So, and then I heard the Secret Invasion is actually going to be a series. It's not going to be a movie. Oh, really? They're going to yeah. Oh, I always, good. I always thought it was going to so, be a series. Yeah, well, I think there was like that first when they announced it, people thought that it may be a, that there were going to be a movie, mm-hmm. but they just recently, I think they confirmed a couple of weeks ago that yeah, no, it's going to be a just a full on series. I think that would be too much to cover. To, yeah, I think that would like feel rushed if they made it into a movie versus like mm-hmm. 
making a good series it's like hey we'll give you 10 episodes or even six episodes is right. like we can drag this out and mm-hmm. give you like a and proper spare story no line. spare no details like you can you have full access to the storylines and i think that's what's cool about these series is that they're like mm-hmm. okay look you can use anything in the character's history, just make it work in the storyline, which right. is like what they did with WandaVision. They used every little thing, Easter eggs and all that from her history to make a very coherent um, and satisfying, you know, storyline where you yeah, actually I, get a satisfying ending. I don't think you could have done that if you gave her a movie. So I, it right. worked better. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you would have ended up having something like Joss Whedon's Justice League. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh yeah which foo i mean let's just get into it man All let's right. just talk about the masterpiece of snyder this thing was a it, it was like an opera man it was an art piece mm-hmm. it was yeah, uh, yeah it's like it. it's like a movie but it's not a movie because movies don't go this long <laughs> i mean foo did you watch gone with the wind gone with the wind's that was not a just movie. a movie yeah. that's a fucking that's an opera piece man yeah. that's an epic mm-hmm and that's like, what this was. So it, this, yeah, this movie was an epic. It it was an epic t- type of movie, and and always, man, fucking the scenes were amazing. The the things that we missed in the Joss Whedon cut are just just so much more satisfying to see see this time around. It breathed like it gave it time to breathe, mm-hmm. and uh, and so the storyline fit. Yeah, exactly. There was no detail, no stone un- left unturned. Um, I mean, there was uh, some things that I felt were pretty unnecessary, but didn't ruin the whole movie experience for me. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think there's yeah, I think there's enough of movie where, hey, we're able to stay on this dark tone theme instead of trying to be all fucking flashy Fuck. and infusing a shitload of humor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I watched I I watched see I I watched both I watched the first one on um, the Snyder cut on Thursday and then last night, you know, to see what the actual differences were, mm-hmm. I watched the Joss Whedon version, and the openings are just completely, well, first off, different. Yeah. Um, where the Snyder cut, you have the um, Batman dying literally and screaming, and his scream being heard around the entire Superman world. Superman dying. Su- Superman. Superman dude. dying. I'm sorry, yeah. sorry. Superman. I'm very faded. Okay, that, I'm very faded. That was so, a do- that was a dope ass like picture mm-hmm. where you see Superman and fucking um, Doomsday. Whatever this weird ass fucking version of what's his face is. Doomsday food. Doomsday. Still Doomsday. It's still Doomsday. Yeah. Still Doomsday. Well, it's a weird Doomsday, but still. Well, but it's anyways, to, it, it was it was directly like from Batman v Superman. Yeah. So yeah. like badass, they did the whole 360 view. Fucking sick, sick ass like intro. It's like r- instead of doing like a this caught you up or left off straight from the other movie. So it's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a poster. It was like a moving poster. Yeah. Like the way it all mm-hmm. looked, it was just so sick. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see the shockwave of his death go all around the world. And that's what wakes up the mother boxes. Mm-hmm. But and in Joss Whedon's cut, you don't have that. Instead, you have this weird fucking <laughs> intro, like video intro of kids interviewing Superman for their podcast. Food by Shore, oh, maybe. Right. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I wonder it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no and <laughs> then 
And then after that, you get that weird rooftop scene with Batman and the burglar, which is like, okay, Dick, really? You're a solo burglar working in Gotham against Batman? You really thought you were going to get away with this, bro? Um, and then convenience. Yeah. yeah. Convenience. One of the fucking little drones comes by. The parademon mm. comes by. Yeah. And then when the parademon burns up, you see the three symbols of the mother boxes. Right. Weird fucking way to introduce the mother box. Because that's how they ended up. That was the theme for the intro of Dross Whedon's. It was just those symbols showing up everywhere. You don't get like in Jack Zack Snyder's, you get you see all of the mother boxes start to kind of move and awaken from this shockwave, like they explore. Uh, Amazonia first, then they um, then they went to Atlantis. Yep, that's an awesome way to intro everybody's. Yeah, like, man, land that that was more smooth too. because you saw the immediate repercussions of his death. Yeah, and it and paid off later. Exactly, mm-hmm. they explained why the the scream woke up the mother boxes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you know, then you go further and you see you cut and you see Batman in the, the snow. Batman's already looking for Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And the difference between the Aquaman confrontation now compared to Joss Whedon's, um, one, Batman, you know, he reveals he can speak uh, in the Zack Snyder cut. Now you, he reveals he can speak, um, you know, Icelandic. Iceland. Yeah. And, um, you know, pissed off Aquaman. And then that's when he goes back and forth and he even has more dialogue with the villagers. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. villagers aren't just some background piece like they are in Joss Whedon's cut. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing, yeah, I will agree with, with you guys on that song by the Villagers wasn't a hundred percent necessary. A little long. Well, dude, I get, a little long. I dude. get what he was doing. Well, like, dude, he's like he's undressing, and then he throws his shirt down, and as soon as I see the girl go to it, I'm like, watch, she's gonna fucking smell it like a fucking smell. creep. Watch, he, and she does. <laughs> and I was kind of hoping she wouldn't, but mm, she did. And she did, fool. Right. Yeah, and but then I, I get you know they're trying to show the culture of Iceland. That I get it, I get it. And, it. and I think this is the first time. Well, for me, the first time was the scream. Um, I actually went back and rewatched the scream part, and I timed it. It's four minutes and thirty eight seconds, dude. It's a little unnecessary, but it's got to go around the entire world. <laughs> yeah. Listen here, we don't got to follow it through the, you know. What, did you want him to put on, to like throw on some sunglasses and he's just like. (laughs) Well, let me, let me make my point here first. Yes. It it was cool. (laughs) Like, I'll agree with you. Yeah, we needed to see everyone else do it. But the thing with this movie is, is all these little extra, extra, extra moments like Zack Snyder kept in. So we get. A little bit of bad, but it's good payoff. Like for me, just trim it by a minute, dude. I don't need to sit here for five minutes being like, man, when is this shit gonna end, dude? Like, is it gonna be 15 minutes of fucking echo? You got somewhere to be? I, yeah. I, I mean, foo. You knew you knew what you were getting into. You knew yeah. it was a four-hour movie. I know, but like, I'm saying, like, it that that was one of the opportunities where if they cut it short, it wouldn't have taken anything away from the film. No, it's true. That's true. And and uh, there's an there, were, there big, were other opportunities. There was that. a big also, chunk at the end where I'm going to talk about once we get there that should have just sure, not sure. been necessary. But I get but I, guess, I get where you're coming but from. Rel- relative to Josh's point, um, the sing- the Icelanders singing <laughs> too 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 str- too strung out. Another opportunity yeah. where you can say, hey, you know what? If they trim this up or clean it up, 
it's not going to take away from the film, but again, this is what this is what we get with Zack Snyder's film, so it's okay. Okay, foo. So continuing on this point on this scene, mm-hmm. this scene in the Joss Whedon cut was way worse <laughs> than what we saw with Zack Snyder. Oh yeah, because in this scene, that's you know right after like they go. Pretty much everything's the same when, you know, Aquaman goes in the water. And then when Aquaman says that dumb saying, don't you know the strongest man is strongest alone? Right. Um, Batman, you know, in Zack Snyder's cut just actually goes more into a deeper monologue. Um, and then he notices the the Icelander singing. Mm-hmm. In the Joss Whedon cut, that's when he has that that quip. He's like, that's not a saying. That's not even, he's like, that's, that's, that's not the saying. That's not even a saying. She's like, and then he has some weird dialogue about Bat, uh, Superman. He's like, come on, man. I fought with Superman. He's like, he, super, Superman died beside me. And that's when Aquaman's like, I know. That's why I don't want to do it. But he and, says that in the Snyder cut too, though. Does he? Yeah. I, uh, I kind of, I may have like brashed over that, yeah. but then he has that weird, they have that weird scene where he actually shows him swim away. Mm. Yeah, like, that's... He's in a pool, like literally in a pool with the shitty green screen behind him and just kind of like, you know, like when you push him. off the ledge. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it looked like. I, I preferred the Snyder cut better because you just see it's gone. Like you don't see him have to disappear. direct, direct comparison, man. Yeah. Snyder cuts better, even though they have the little, you know, uh, even though the scenes are drawn out more, it's still better than the original. So, right again, by far, man. And and yeah. noticing these, like Joss Whedon just purely cut out a good like thirty minutes of each section, and just put in the little fluff, funny pieces. Like that's that's really and those his funny only pieces were. I mean, that's relative because they weren't that great anyway. And it didn't. Yeah, match like the, the brunch joke. Film. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't match at the all. tone of the film. At speaking all. of Not funny parts, speaking of funny parts, I like how the Flash isn't perceived as an idiot oh, in this yes. one too. They cleaned him up. They cleaned him yeah, up. Yeah, Ezra cleaned him Ezra up. Ezra Miller. Better. Ezra Miller. Yeah, it, we're not dreading the next Flash movie now. Yeah. We're kind of like okay. Like it's gonna be pretty in dope. That, in like, that first movie, dude, like they, like all of his little jokes is like, isn't this guy supposed to be like a really smart dude? And all of yeah, his shit. Yeah, why is like, he all of a sudden the comic relief? Yeah, I mean, I know the Flash is supposed to be like clever and funny, and and sometimes, often he is the comic relief, but it's that stupid funny, and I didn't appreciate that. The first yeah, time it was around. too much because yeah. Barry's still an intellectual person. Like he's he's a highly intele- yeah. intellectual individual. He's just, a, he's just a little weird. And yeah, he's just a little weird, and that's where you get the sense with this one. It's like he's not a dork. He's just a little weird, but he's smart. He's just socially awkward is all. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, So, yeah, Zack Snyder's was different. One thing, the one gripe I had was like, because they still had that same scene when they had to go save the scientists uh, against Mm -hmm. Steppenwolf. Mm -hmm. And in the Joss Whedon cut, it's Zack's, um, you have Batman hyping up Barry to go in and save one person at a time. Oh, right. But in Zack Snyder's, you don't have that. It's them deliberating, we're going to attack as one, and then Cyborg rushing. Yep. Um, the Joss Whedon cut was better in this aspect. Yeah, because, it was. Because the Flash literally sped people out. Whereas in this movie, the Flash was like slowly... He's like, like follow me. still walking this slow. <laughs> follow me, follow me. It's yeah. like, Dick, you can fucking speed them out. What are you doing? <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> that, and like, that was a wasted opportunity. That's yeah. one of those... Yeah, that's one of those moments where, yeah, okay, you could have shaved, like, the sequence by three minutes or that's so. That's true. Bro. I forgot about that one. I, I remember not appreciating that. Yeah, yeah. it's like, only, he's yeah. like, 
He's like looking at Professor Silas. He's like, you good? Cool. <laughs> and yeah. then he just zips away. As he's huffing yeah. and puffing up the stairs. <gasps> oh, like, your leg's broken, but fine, right? Him. Like he's struggling, dude. Like, come on, Barry. But anyway. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you, Josh, because in, in the Whedon version, it does kind of play into Batman being the mentor. Um, so that was the only like he's the Flash doesn't know what the fuck to do. And then mm-hmm. I'm saying, hey, just save one person, man. And that's kind of similar to how the TV show did it. And some of the comics, it's like Barry finally realizes, like, if I just save one person, I'm so fast that I could save one person. And there's still so much more I could do. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, I think I think uh, Snyder didn't want to use any of Whedon's footage. So we got what we got. No, I, I understand that. I mean, it still was good. It, it was still good in the fact of, you know, showing Steppenwolf fight Wonder Woman, which, again, we haven't even gone to that part yet. Like, the, the part where they changed to, where it's dark side now, fighting against the the, mm-hmm. the, the heroes right. of Earth. That was world, essentially. sick as fuck. Like that, that was yeah. awesome. Oh, that Zeus was the, in there? That was just amazing, Zeus man. Um, and then the step, even the Steppenwolf we got, like, the Steppenwolf we got was one looks way better because he looks like a monster mm-hmm. like like these people from apocalypse aren't supposed to look like normal humanoids like they are supposed to have some type of monster quality they're their own them. species they should look different than a human exactly especially yeah. the ones native like dark side mm-hmm. and um steppenwolf right. and i like how his armor like was constantly in motion like infused around him mm-hmm. like that and then when he went to that battle nice that's touch. That's when he got the spikes sticking out, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it changed it with his that mood. That was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it did too. Because when he was pissed, all of a sudden it'd get all like spiky and like start moving. Right. So, you know, like and, and also go, going back to that sequence of, uh, you know, him, him helping out people, I, I like the fact that in this new Zack Snyder version, it's. It's more of a, you know, where like Steppenwolf has his lair or he, he creates that power plant. It's when more they're like, in Russia? W- yeah, rather than being Chernobyl like... Chernobyl food. It's like a Chernobyl type of situation, whereas in the in the, the original version, it was just kind of outside of this Russian town and then they have to save this family and I didn't I didn't like that at all. Uh, yeah, that was 100%. 100% Joss Whedon. No, no, no. It's true, man. 100%. Mm-hmm. That was just Joss Whedon adding that family aspect to it. Dang, so I forgot uh, and yeah, that. I didn't yeah. right? It was trash. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. Like this was so much better because mm-hmm. of the fact it was a ghost town mm-hmm. because it made sense that he was going to go somewhere that, you know, he didn't really wasn't going to get a lot of attention. They could still hide out and be protected. Um, and he used you know, and speaking, the he used the radiation to his advantage too to power up the the, the mother and I like that how, shield. Yeah, I like how know. later Wonder Woman even clarified to say like, yeah, he's in this part. He's in the he's in this part of uh. We all know what she's saying without she's directly saying it. Mm-hmm. But it's Chernobyl where they had the incident, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, years I don't ago. think it was. I think they gave it a name. It was just they had it had a name. Yeah, dude. it, had yeah, a it wasn't name. Chernobyl. But but yeah, but that's what it is. It's pretty much a Chernobyl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, um, oh, damn, I lost my. Oh, and in that sequence, too, that happens a lot quicker in this movie Mm -hmm. than in the Joss Sweden one. The Joss Sweden one happens after they take, like, they show that all this happens after they take the second cube, where in this one, right immediately after they steal the cube from the Amazons, they show him put it in this, you know, the cube in this, like, metal slate that the sod pops out, which, boom, introduces, you know, 
dark side into this whole equation. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I loved about the Snyder Cut was that we finally got a full cyborg origins. Like oh, we got a full mm-hmm. explanation as to what exactly happened to him, what his actual powers are. Because in the Joss Whedon one, it kind of seemed like, hey, look, here's Cyborg. They did a quick explanation of him saying, oh, I can do this, this, and that. Whereas in, in the Snyder Cut, it's his dad telling him, you have access to every mainframe. Mm-hmm. You communicate with computers, so on and so forth. And it's um, funny that they cut that out because that's so important. And it's so, you know, for, for the entire freaking movie, if, if, if Whedon would have just put that three minutes in, that would have at least made me appreciate Cyborg a little bit more. He's getting a lot more respect now if you're like reading all yeah, the articles about it, Cyborg. It makes sense because he's directly connected to the mother boxes. So it just flows a lot smoother. Exactly. Exactly. Like vision exactly. is to the stone. That's kind mm-hmm. of my comparison there. He becomes a main component of the story. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and which is I needed. like which is exactly it was much needed. Like we really didn't realize it was needed until seeing this movie. Yep. Um Especially what made it really cool, too, is when they went into Cyborg's mind and it was him like it was Mm -hmm. Victor when he was before he the crash, you know, interacting with everything, because that's how he still sees himself. He still sees himself as the fool. And I I want that Letterman jacket. The GCU one, dude, that was so <laughs> badass, man. I was like, I think they have it for sale at yeah. uh, Warner Brothers Studios. So oh, I'm sure they're going to gonna have it. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So again, yeah, they, the major differences in this movie, the dark side um, sequences were all fantastic, especially like that nightmare one cyborg has before resurrecting that Superman. was fucking dope dude that was amazing and then seeing barry turn back time instead of in mm. this one in this in the joss whedon one they don't show him turn back time to bring the cube back up in this one they literally show him turn back time to bring the cube back up and touch it and i like um, how he addressed that too he was just like i can there's this thing where i could go so fast that i might be able to like affect time Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, he didn't say travel through or reverse. He's like, I affect it. Mm-hmm. And then boom, they showed him already bringing the box up. And that was fucking, yeah. that was clean. That was so sick. And I don't know, at the time, and you guys tell me what you think about this comment, but at the time, it reminded me of Superman turning back time to save Lois in that one movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, especially the sequence later in the movie mm-hmm. was very much like that that situation. Um and that's what's cool, man, because it, again, like the Foo said, now watching Ezra Miller in in this performance, I'm excited for the Flashpoint movie yeah. that's coming up. Soon. Now, like, it's not based on what I'm reading in these articles coming out about what they're doing and who's being invited to play what role in, in this Flashpoint. I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to be a true Flashpoint, dude. And that's no, what's making not. me nervous it, about this. Well, the, the reason why I believe it's still going to be good... Um, it's because you've already we don't have we already have the two main elements of Flashpoint, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman and Aquaman conflict. There's going to be a history there because in the Snyder Cut, remember um, Wonder Woman said Atlanteans and Amazons have been at war for years, mm-hmm. um, and then he was just like, "Well, I'm half. I'm only half," and he's like, "And I don't like Atlanteans either," and so that right there kind of sets up. Oh, there's going to be a future conflict between the Amazonians and the Atlanteans mm-hmm. um, in this future. So like 
that this whole nightmare sweet sequence that Bruce still keeps having that again, I believe is going to cause another, you know, that's, that may be a part of nightfall uh, or I'm sorry, a part of flashpoint because mm-hmm. we already have confirmed Ben Affleck's coming back. We already have confirmed Michael Keaton's coming back. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have two different Batmans. So it's, Again, I'm just excited. Like the way we saw Infinite Crisis go down, where they were able to utilize multiverse, mm-hmm. the multiverse to their advantage. I think that they'll be able to do it now. And I have faith in the uh, director, Andy Muschietti, the one that directed the It movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to do a good job with this one uh, because Supergirl is supposed to be in this movie too. Nice. Oh, okay. wow. yeah, nice. yeah. The the new super, the Latina Supergirl mm-hmm. that they the just, Colum- uh, Colombian Supergirl. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Super um, muchacha. So, <laughs> super muchacha, super yeah. niña. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, I, again, I've I've said everything I could about this movie. There's a lot other differences, but dude, you guys just have to watch it to see it. It's just one of those movies where just sit your ass down for four hours and just enjoy. And you know, I, I appreciate that. Even though they he didn't split it up into chapters, he kind of did within the movie into parts. Uh, you couldn't like mm-hmm. fast forward to them and click on a menu to get to them, but it gave me a reason to go to the bathroom or grab a snack in between because it's a marathon. It is. Yeah. It is. I I tried not to drink anything because I didn't want to get up <laughs> from it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and man, I mean, there's a, the the other big element too that we haven't even discussed was Martian Manhunter showing up in this one, uh, and, and that's yeah. one of my gripes with this. I, as much as I was happy to see him, go to I, hell. I didn't think he was necessary at all. I think I think he was because we one we already got introduced to him as a character in Man of Steel as that colonel. Mm. So by them showing him turn into that, boom! That I was like, okay, he's he's been around. Yeah, he's here. Like. And the fact like that, that made me excited. And then two, the way he went in to go meet Lois, because that's another drastic difference between these movies. In this one, the Snyder Cut Lois is visibly depressed. She's not going to work. She's staying at home. In the Snyder Cut, or or I'm sorry, in the Joss Whedon Cut, she's actually still working at the Daily Planet, Mm -hmm. but only working on fluff pieces, nothing major. Right. Um, And and that's where Ma Kent goes to uh, speak with her. So, but in this one, the Snyder Cut, that's when we find out it's John Jones pretending to be Martha just to get Lois back out in the world. Um, And if people didn't, I know people didn't notice this, but if you go back and rewatch it on Lois's nightstand, there's a pregnancy test. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Yeah. she runs to the bathroom Mm -hmm. to take it. Yep. And that's, that was an element that Zack Snyder was going to planning on using for Justice League 2 and 3. Right. um, Because eventually he wanted this the child of Superman to be the next Batman. And I I don't, I'm I'm not a fan of that, but I don't know. Well, it would make sense because their child would not have powers because if you, I don't know if you guys have been watching the new super um, Superman and Lois um, movie or show on CW, Mm -hmm. but in that one, they're exploring how their two sons who are half Kryptonian, half human Mm -hmm. um, shouldn't be experiencing or or have any abilities like Clark. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but then somehow one of their sons in their teen years is starting to develop these abilities, but only like a fraction of Clark's true power, Clark's true power. So like, it makes sense that they wouldn't because maybe their Kryptonian cells wouldn't take over and absorb the sun. Like their human cells, Mm -hmm. the human cells are like canceling them out. Mm -hmm. So 
I mean, it'd be pretty cool to see bat, you know, that happen. The, that would Especially only make Yeah, that would only make sense because Batman doesn't have an establishment of the League of Shadows yet. Yeah, there's no Damien in this movie, um, at least as far as we know. Timeline, really, yeah. Yeah, in this timeline, in this particular timeline, there's no Robin. Like, we know, like, Dick Grayson's supposed to be dead. Well, hang on. Um, I mean, he, in that nightmare scene, Joker does say, you know, I killed a, 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 one of your Robins. He didn't say Robin, but. No, he... yeah, he said I killed one of your Robins, but in Justice League, there was absolutely no Robin. Yeah. Um. So. That may think that may lead into he killed possibly both Robins because mm-hmm. he's like, I forget which one again. Remember yeah, the dialogue exactly. between him and Batman. Wow, so, um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, again, I'm sorry. So, that would have been pretty cool to see down the road based off of what we've already seen here. I well, mean, that it's funny you say that because that's my issue. If, if after knowing and working on the Snyder cut for you know for how long for all of what was the quarantine that we just experienced mm-hmm. in last year 70 million dollars later knowing that poop. this was just going to be a one-off four-hour fucking opera of, a, of an art piece why would mm-hmm. you plant seeds for a sequel or leave things unfinished that's, that's and i'll tell you that's why my food. logic and i'll tell you why for fan service because and, he wanted to give the fans everything possible. Because that and, was his original plan. And, and Fu, WB just shit on it. And Fu, I don't know if you actually read into the additions that they did. Because they did reshoots. Mm-hmm. They said they only added like 5 to 10 minutes of new footage. Yeah, um, I think a the, lot of it had to do with of, Superman, right? And his upper lip. Uh, oh, no, that was the Joss Whedon one. That was yeah, the Joss Whedon I know, Whedon I know that's what I mean. It, no, no, he's talking about the Zack Snyder reshoots. Yeah, I know. Shut up. No, you don't. Shut up. Um, oh, fuck. Zach's, no, they, uh, Amber Heard was one of the major reshoots, Foo, and they just really did her and Willem Dafoe scenes. Everything else... And her stupid accent. Ju- everything else was just cut. So all of this was filmed previously. It was just all cut by Whedon. Um, so they didn't add much. So that was the original, original plan. They didn't add in all these extra elements. They were supposed to be there from the beginning. Yeah, um, Whedon instead just chopped it. Like he got the original cut, mm-hmm. he chopped it, and he even put different scenes in earlier places. Like mm-hmm. the scene at the very beginning monologue in the Joss Whedon cut, where we show Lois looking at her bed, that doesn't happen until like two and a half hours into the Snyder cut. And it like you could tell Whedon legit just gut just gutted it and only kept what he felt he could work around and then that that one that's the main problem the main problem is that the wb just chopped fucking Zack snyder's knees from under him before he could fully finish this movie well he had to release it too because and edit it yeah he still needed to edit the cgi yeah but um yeah, and I think the reason why, again, he's doing, he's just like, hey, I'm leaving it all out there, man. Even though, even though we're not going to get what was what I planned, this is what I had planned. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you guys like it, say it. So I think that's why fans now are saying um, renew or revive the Snyderverse. Like there's now a petition to revive the Snyderverse, which meaning let's continue on what he just fucking made for us because this is what we wanted. We wanted the dark side conflict to be you know out there like we finally got to know too what the anti-life equation is mm-hmm. like 
And that's a huge component in with the Justice League and Darkseid is that the anti-life equation is on Earth. And for those of you that don't know what the anti-life equation, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the anti-life equation is the one mathematical equation that proves that um, humanity and everything else, uh, all mortal beings are meant to serve and be enslaved. And so what um, Darkseid does is he uses it and he possesses the minds of everyone in the universe under his mind control and they become his slaves. Um, and this is shown in the comic book series Final Crisis, where Darkseid comes to Earth finally, and he finally gets his hand on the anti-life equation, and everyone kind of becomes mind like mind zombies to him. Like all of a sudden, all their everyone's eyes start turning red, families are turning against each other. Even Superman, right, is under his control at this point. Superman is weakened by this point, oh, so okay. he's having like, um, and then uh. Batman and the Flash are really the only ones, or Batman's the only one that's really down to go up against him. Mm-hmm. And um, he finds this Omega like gun that ca- is like the only thing in the in existence that can kill Darkseid. So spoiler alert, everyone. Um, Batman decides, hey, I'm gonna just fu- fuck it. I'm just gonna go up against him. He confronts Darkseid. He shoots the gun as Darkseid shoots off his Omega beams, mm-hmm. and then out of the out of nowhere. The original Flash, Barry Allen, comes out of the Speed Force and guides the bullet into Darkseid's brain and helps kill Darkseid. Because up until this point, um, Barry was supposed to be dead Mm. because of the Infinite Crisis. Like, this is supposed to be like a continuation of everything happening after Infinite Crisis when Barry um, gives up his life on the Cosmic Treadmill Mm -hmm. and becomes the the new Black Racer. Mm -hmm. So that's how Darkseid dies. But Batman dies. And this is when Batman truly dies in the comic books, when Darkseid actually kills him. So it's a it's a arc that I feel that if they keep on the same track with this Darkseid, they could do that. Like, because they've introduced the anti-life equation and they can make be different and do the final crisis theme as one of the next Justice Yeah, and movies. it doesn't have to be a long, like, multi-part thing like the MCU's been doing. Like, it could just be mm-hmm. a nice contained few movies didn't we see something yeah. like this in an animated yeah, movie i think we did yeah we we saw it right yeah. I'm, I'm like that's apocalypse war yeah there we there go. go apocalypse war similar yeah exactly yeah very exactly similar. and that's mm-hmm, very very similar and apocalypse war happens in the new 52 um though this one is this one i felt the animated one was more like a mixture of final crisis and that apocalypse war okay where they kind of put those two themes together. But um, yeah, just again, man, this this Justice League was just amazing. If you guys haven't watched it, you got to get your asses on it your, any way you possibly too. can. Yeah. And then the the last piece that we, you know, we haven't gotten to yet is the the epilogue. The the big 30-minute epilogue. Didn't need it. Um, it was oh, dope as fuck, dude. It was fucking... I don't care if we didn't need it, Foo. We got it. It was I dope. love it. It was dope, it was, but we I, didn't need it. I needed it, man. <laughs> yes. Yes, I needed it because I needed that Joker-Batman fucking confrontation finally. Mm. It's like, Literally if we're never going to see these two Batman-Jokers interact, or this Batman and Joker interact, I would have been upset. Dude, I'm glad that was, they gave it to us. I was like, as the film went along, I'm like, okay, I know he's in the movie, it's been going good. Please don't bring him in yet. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, last hour of the movie, I'm like, for the love of God, please don't have him anything to do with how this 
plays out the final Yeah, don't battle. leave it on a kick cliffhanger, man, and then all of a sudden he shows up. It's just... Yeah, so I'm, The way they did it... It was sick. Yeah, the way they did it... His monologue was actually pretty good, his speech. Um, even I, the way Ben Affleck played off of him, I felt like it was like, damn, I would have really been interested in seeing a Batman movie with Deathstroke and Joker and all of them in it. And, you know, I, I've been shit on since... Uh, Batman v Superman came out about how I I I really like Ben Affleck's Batman and I think this mm-hmm. is redemption for his yes. Batman specifically. Yes, it's, it, his Batman and then even um, Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Yeah. I felt like this Jeremy Irons was so much better than the one that they had in Joss Whedon's Justice League. Mm-hmm. We saw his interaction with each of the superheroes, like with you know Diana trying to make tea, and he's just nervous that she's doing it wrong. <laughs> he's mansplaining. He's mansplaining to her how to fucking make a <laughs> cup of tea, <laughs> and then he still makes her a cup of tea in a pot and takes it to her. Yeah. Um, and then the other cool part was like in this one, they showed him creating and working on the technology for those gauntlets that Batman mm. has. Which is um, why it, it explains why he was able to uh, ward off, survive, of, survive the, the beams coming out from Superman when he was attacking him. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. Exactly. And they didn't show that. And again, another casualty of Joss Whedon's um, another, cutting that scene. And, and for that scene, too, uh, I like that they didn't shove it in your face that it was another kind of like Martha scene with, Oh, I brought in Lois as my secret weapon. She just came out and said, stop, you know, she's yeah, already she there. just happened to be there. Yeah. She just happened to be there. Yeah. That was way better than the yeah. other version for show foods. Yeah. I think the other version, they were really trying to pay off that. Um, Lois is the key mm-hmm. um, scene from Batman V Superman. Yep. And yeah, Josh, again, because it and wasn't even Josh ba- Josh Whedon's baby, he didn't have, know how to. Yeah, and it was, it was more contained and relevant to Martian Manhunter saying, "Hey, don't give up." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, right. yeah, it made and more it, sense. And it was just in that lens only, instead of like the Justice League's big weapon is Lois Lane. It's like, fuck you. That's not. That's not good. Yeah, yeah, and because in this in this one too, Batman even alludes like, "I got a." vision from the past that said Lois was the key and then wonder woman alluded to yeah she's the key to saving all this mm-hmm. and he is like nah it's something darker than that which again leads into that epilogue it's like now nah, like lois's death is really what's going to cause superman to go insane and oh, i mean we've seen that in dude like a lot of other media the building blocks are there with recently. that pregnancy test mm-hmm yeah, foo. One question mm-hmm. I had about this movie was the scene yes, where... Yes, Steph from the Fubar Show. Go. Yes. Hi, this is Steph from the Fubar Show. I have a question. Sweet. Um, yeah. First time. Hi, Steph. So, long so, time, first time? Long time, first time. Um, <laughs> so I really like this movie. But my one question is, uh, why did Superman go to visit Alfred? So far, he didn't know where the guys... He didn't know where everyone was. Okay, so, so Alfred drew, drove him there, which is why Superman took so long to get there to the fight. Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you. What? He needed a ride. What? <laughs> yeah. No, like, really. His like, car, like His car broke down. Could no, but for real. The, the guy could fly there, for he fuck's sake. He no, could no, just no, listen no, for no, the fight. No, no, no. For real, though, Steph, because remember, he's in Kansas with Lois, and his mom shows up, and then right, right, they right. have that scene where he's just like, I have to find out why they brought me back. 
so he goes to see Alfred because that's he has where to he find out what's going on. He he that's where he thinks they might be, or at least yeah. that's where he thinks he could ask Bruce, "Hey, what's, what's going, going on?" on? Yeah, okay. all right. Because he, he has it. no idea what's happening. Yeah, so that's why I, Alfred was there to give him, like, a, "Hey, bro, shit's going down." <laughs> yeah, like when he showed up, and then it was kind of cheesy, but um, when Steppenwolf tried to hit Cyborg with the his big axe, mm-hmm. and then and Superman uses ice breath. It yeah, was he's cheesy, just like, but it was like, okay, all right. No, but he's like, I'm not impressed. Like, <laughs> that was my probably my favorite part in the whole movie because you actually saw how powerful Superman yeah, actually is. really is. And how, how like, insignificant Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf is compared to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the yeah. mother boxes... That explains even more why the mother boxes didn't wake up until Superman was dead because they yeah. were afraid of Kryptonians. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because like, they knew what they yeah. could do in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it was satisfying I, as all hell. It was. It was a little. His his one liner was cheesy, but I liked what they did. So it was. Con- you know what though? It was like it, within like the element though. Not like Joss Whedon's, which were just completely did not fit. Like mm-hmm. the tone yeah, exactly was different. This, this one liner could have put on some sunglasses and just finished off with the. Yeah! <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know David Carradine was uh, yeah, Superman. Superman. <laughs> Stupid. That. Let's talk about costumes, though. Um, oh yeah, the costumes. The fucking black Superman suit. I like. Oh, that was amazing. God, yes. I like when was they're closing out the film, and then someone, you know, he goes to the alley and pulls it out. Mm-hmm. I was Whips totally expecting out. to see his. Yeah, I was expecting to see his, you know, red and uh, blue. And when he got the black, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, this is yeah. Dude, hell yeah. The black one, the black Superman suit is the best one mm-hmm. by far. Way better. Um, Yeah, the costumes, that that, mm-hmm. that costume for him was better. Um, Steppenwolf's, you know, design and costume. Oh, was, they beefed him out. was much better. Yep. I, uh, they even, uh, they even um, adjusted Cyborg. Uh, versus yeah. the Whedon they version him- and the yes. Flash. The Flash didn't look all metally. It was more leathery looking. Yeah. Well, yes, you, you finally you notice- saw the under. Mm-hmm. The under. Yeah. Did you notice? I noticed on one of like his uh, scenes that he actually has like wires attaching. There, some of his I think they're bungees or together. something. Bungees. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, they're like yeah. He has wires that attach the plates, like the 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 shuttle plates together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's what creates. That's the whole. Uh, suit. I thought it was a more rough, rough, rougher type of look, which was it fit well. Well, because he's he's like a one man operation. Like he's not gonna have a team of guys put a suit together for him, which yeah, didn't and... make sense for that metal looking one that he had in the original. Hey, don't make fun of Cisco Foo. He's a good Flash assistant. <laughs> All right. Foo, he comes back as Vibe in the new season of Flash. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty dope. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and then his scene at the end when the big fight, when Darkseid, the uni- Unity finally connects and Darkseid's coming Unity. through and everything is just... <laughs> <laughs> Unity! Cold-blooded. I couldn't, we couldn't stop saying that throughout the movie. Every time they say I'm like, Unity! Unity. <laughs> Bunch of goons. Yeah, like we saw Barry turn back time completely. That was Uh, dope as fuck. That was 
that was great, man. That's I what was, we should have had. And I was like, they after I saw that, I'm like, they could totally do a flashpoint now. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I really like what they did with the they improved the dynamic between him and his dad too, being in jail. Mm-hmm. They let yeah, that one act, breathe. Actually, their scenes were much better. Oh yeah. Um, it or sucks much that, better in this one. It sucks that that actor's not coming back in Flashpoint, though. Yeah, he's doing that show, the um, the morning show on Apple, so uh, it's conflicting with his uh, filming schedule. Yeah, so, so they, that's why he's not coming back. They already recast Flashpoint. Him. Yeah, mm. yeah, but I, I think still think they're going to probably do it pretty well. Um, well, they recast it, what's her face, Amber Heard, and I don't think anybody's going to care. Actually, going to be hotter finally. Yeah. Did yeah. Did did she have an accent in the Aquaman movie? No, no, nope. no, then, no, oh not even God. in the Joss Whedon one. It's only in this. Did it make any film. sense? It, also, not she at just all. Gave zero Fuz, fucks. Fuz, did you also catch that difference from the Aquaman movie where her dad's alive and in, in the Snyder cut, she's like, "My parents died a long time ago, and your mom took me in." Yes, all I right. did catch that. Yeah, yeah I did uh, catch that. I didn't. Yeah, all right, that makes sense. But this was so just, this was before the Aquaman was filmed, right? Yeah, no, but this was a, yeah. Yeah, 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 but like why sequence would of events. why would her dad be alive in Aquaman then? If because who, said, like, their studio, the studio is not as on point with each other as Marvel is. Mm. That is where I mean, that's I their it. biggest flaw. That's that's Warner Brothers' biggest flaw, well, man. If they, they would don't, have just watched the movie. They don't they they watch don't. their own movie. <laughs> they're like, fuck that. Pay us. No. Okay. Where's the quality control? Yeah, you know, and and speaking on the black bat, uh, Superman suit. Um, one thing that I wish that they would have thrown in is the um, the the mullet that he sported during the comic books. Oh, that was back you in know, the he 80s, actually, dude. He, Henry Cavill actually wanted to bring back yeah. the mullet. Zack Snyder said no. Zack Snyder's like, nah, man. Nah, with, the, with the beard and the mullet and the black beard. suit. Yeah, that's like straight no out cape. of comic books. Yeah, yeah. no cape. Yeah, no cape. Oh, fucking dope. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Yep. That would have been an amazing Superman to get. Mullet, but... <laughs> hey, man. It's all right. What you get to see him with long hair and the Witcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. something else, though. But all right. still, it works. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, this, again, this movie Hot. was just packed, jam-packed with material and 100% fan service. Ooh, mean, that bar, I'm satisfied. That bar never would have got our patronage if they released this movie. Four Dude, we ago. spent so much money on alcohol that night. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> God, another another alcohol. We spent like three or four bills. Tr- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drinking our woes drinking away. our sorrows. But uh, yeah. So Fu, um, you know, not only did we get a different tone of this movie, the musical composition was far better in this Zack Snyder cut than in Joss Whedon's. And Joss Whedon's, they had a lot of rock, you know, other high, you know, um, hype or high energy rock and roll, um, like the bar scene where Aquaman's like save that dude. Um, one in Joss Whedon's cut, they have him have alien blood on his hands from saving the guy. And this one, he just legit saves a dude, and it's just like, hey man. It's on him. He walks and then out. We get a, a minute and a half unnecessary walking into the harbor, Foo. And you know what? Again, this is just, you know, this is the bad, the little bit of bad with the overwhelming good, which is okay. But Aquaman is just like, you should have respected the sea as he conti- as he progressively 
downs the whiskey and throws right. a fucking bottle of glass into the sea. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that was poorly that was poorly timed out. Oh, like, poor that form. was yeah. bad. Again, <laughs> the overwhelming doing? I know the overwhelming good outweighs that, but I'm just like, come on, man. Like and and you live in the fucking ocean. And this sh- and I guess every time he jumps into the sea, he has to take off a t-shirt. So I mean there, are there's just a bunch of t-shirts all over the sea now? Dude, that's I what mean, I'm food. saying. He's helping ho- he's leaving some leftovers for the homeless people. He's making sure that everybody he's gets doing wet. it for the ladies. Yeah, I know. Actually yeah. he doesn't believe in global warming because it's not it's cold down there. <laughs> Uh, well, that causes the seas to grow, Foo. He's for it. No, man. Damn. He's, he's a douche. But um, it, uh, so, continuing on the Joss Whedon cut, though, they have Iggy Thump play play him out, which I felt did not fit whatsoever. That was that was so weird, especially when they showed him diving and it just trails off. Was, it was bad. It was again you, bad uh, musical composition. How did you foos like the Willem Dafoe scene? I thought it was okay. I had no opinion. I thought really. it was. I thought it was a good way to introduce Volko. I would have liked if yeah. they had done this because then we would have been prepared for Volko and Aquaman and mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. what the relationship really was. Um, I mean, like, who, yeah, I, who else would try to convince Aquaman under the ocean to, well, to say, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I felt and I like think, he was the right person. And I think what makes sense before I get into another universe breaking flaw is that in the regular Justice League, he just straight up shows up to, to like Atlantis, right? And everyone's like, oh, we know you. And it's like, well, how you're, do you know? You're Queen, you're Queen Atlanta's son. Yeah, like, and it's like, Mira's yeah. the one that has to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We, had, we had no indication. At least with this, we get some indication that they He's know known. each other's ex- existence. Yeah. Um, and also, one thing I wanted to point out, uh, they didn't use the little uh, air bubbles in the other movies. Mm. That's where I didn't like in this yeah. one that they had to use these weird air bubbles to speak when in, you know, in the Aquaman movie, they did it well. Like, hey, man, we live like, why do you fucking need an air bubble if you live underwater all the time? Bada like, being bada boom. That's just waste. I mean, you're just wasting fucking your own time and suffocating yourself by taking the, out the water. The only time it did come through, the only the only point of this that matters, I should say, is that when Mira is about to fuck up Stefan Wolf and she like oh, yeah. she takes like takes the air from him and is like choking him out and you can see blood coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that, that was dope. Magic. Yeah. And I guess and- that that kind of made the whole bubble thing relevant. But again, just well, a flaw because if you're gonna talk to your compatriots underwater, it will get a little muffled, you know. If you introduce a little air, you'll probably be able to hear each other a little better. But that's just me. Uh, but I mean, foo. If you live in, if you were born in the water and you still live underwater, I, I and you still okay. I mean, in that so, same scene, <laughs> she was trilling to the other guards. So, foo. They need the air pockets to talk, but Superman's echo can make it with no air pockets. Guys, listen, man. Uh, this is gonna be one it of my. Uh, uh, this is gonna be one of my. Uh, yeah, but still moments. So I think it's best we just move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, okay. I agree. I'll take uh, it. I'll take that. One other thing that just was a minor annoyance was every time Wonder Woman got introduced, it was the before we got into her like music, it was oh, righty, then <laughs> fucking opera music. The opera and I'm music. just like, 
this is just unnecessary for every fucking scene she is appearing in. That you know what? Ooh, that... it's, it's Greek music, foo. I get it, but the first time was the only time it was needed. Foo, she's a god, though. I didn't. Like, you have to play the trumpets for it. I didn't think that the sequence with her in the bank was necessary, or that might have been a little too long for my liking, too. So, she... foo, actually, I'd like to point something out mm-hmm. which improved the exactly. movie. Um, before in the Snyder cut, she was like on a totally different building across from town mm-hmm. in or in the Whedon cut in the Snyder cut. It's actually, she's on top of the building they're robbing. So no, actually Fu, it's the same. I just watched it. Is it? And it, they're on the same building, but here's the key difference with the scene. One, the fight is shorter in the Joss Whedon cut Two, There's no visible images of these fucking villains getting their brain smashed on the wall like you saw in the snyder cut like she like you literally see the blood on the wall from Mm -hmm. this dude going head first into it Mm -hmm. um in the joss whedon one you don't see that like you see them go um but then it's just there's no blood on the back of the wall and it's cut shorter um but and then afterwards like when she does the two gauntlets together it doesn't show the whole building blowing up it just cuts the scene cuts and then it moves on to bruce being in fucking iceland hmm. so uh again yeah it was a little longer the slow-mo scenes a lot of the slow-mo scenes could have been unnecessary cut. um only the flash ones would would have made sense I, in my I opinion like because he's... i like the slow-mo that was just me i i, I didn't mind if they add them no no they... i mean some of them were good but i'm saying there i like them all those a couple that they could there was oh, too okay. many <laughs> i like them i, I like slow-mo <laughs> well, regardless, it was again, it was still a great movie. And, um, you know, I think we're pretty much ready for our reviews or our ratings. Mm. So, Steph, let's start with you. What's your uh, rating? I give this 100% because I like it. And I didn't see, I haven't seen this movie since we saw it in theaters. So, for me, it was a completely different, brand new movie. And it was. Yeah, but I think, I think you're, you're doing a direct comparison of the, of the old movie to this one for your ranking, I think I think that's unfair. I can't even remember not, the though. first one. She just she just said that she's not foo. Listen, foo. She said, that, she said that she's not comparing this to the first movie. She's seeing this as a completely different movie since yeah. she hasn't seen the first movie in four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is better than Gladiator. I call bullshit, dude. We're not I call even bullshit. talking about that. What? Movie. How does the foo? That's apples and oranges. What's Did happening? Not even sense. This is why. Oh my god, I'm not even gonna. You know what? Moving on. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Hundred <laughs> percent. Get the fuck out of here. I, I mean, foo. It's a fair. I mean, they they gave me everything I wanted to see. It was a good movie. Lots of action. I liked all the all the the fight scenes and everything, and even the epilogue, which and uh, uh, with Joker and how Jared Leto redeemed himself as Joker. Cherry on top. Boom, hundred percent. Cool. All right, now for the a real review, uh, F- Josie. Yeah, yeah, man. Let's, get to some, some reason, let's talk to some reasonable folks. Josie yeah, from let's the talk to show. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Well, hey, um, long time, first time. This is this is Josie. Hi, Josie. Uh, big fan, big fan. Gonna give a shout out to Steph. 
No, 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 shout outs. No shout outs. I'm sorry. I'm still on the line. Oh, you're still on the line. Oh, you're still on the line. Someone hang up on her real quick. Hang up on yourself, Steph. So I gave this one a solid 90%. Now, I know what the foo's going to say. You gave. You gave WandaVision an 88. Well, the WandaVision is a fucking TV show. I'm talking about a movie, a fucking feature presentation. Not only like so that, that's me separating the two. Um, so okay. as a movie, this is this is going to get a 90 percent um, for a lot of the reasons Steph gave it too, uh, but because they let a lot of it breathe. It all just made all kinds of sense. The, the music tied in together. There was some scenes, like I've mentioned, that were unnecessary. For example, the Martian Manhunter scene. Um, uh, him being in the movie at all kind of, I don't want to say ruined it or killed it. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it just, it, was, it, it wasn't needed. Especially considering how in this entire run in the last year, knowing that we were going to get a Snyder cut, like I've said before, it was supposed to be a one little package and if to never to be heard from Zack Snyder or collecting a check from Warner Brothers ever again, knowing that. OK, now now there's mumbling saying that there might be an opportunity for him to return to direct more of these these movies, which if that's the case, OK, cool. But knowing what we know right now and if and I could change my mind later. It's not necessary to have that Martian Manhunter appearing, and it wasn't necessary to have the epilogue at all. As cool as it was, as cool as it was, I would have been okay with Clark opening up his shirt, revealing the black S, and then fucking credits. That would have done it for me. Sploosh everywhere. Everybody get out of my way. I'm going home at 100%. But no, because of that, it actually dropped it for me at a 90. That's fair. Okay. I know. Okay, Foo. You know, even though we explain, even though we we pointed out the flaw in your conversation earlier, that's fine. Still a fair, still a fair evaluation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, it's I a positive one, so I'll take it. Take it, Foo. Give me that fucking backhanded fucking compliment, <laughs> piece uh, of shit. <laughs> Foo, would you like to go? Thanks for your input, you... but don't ever give it again. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, you're wrong, and I'm gonna tell you these reasons why. And this is you're, why you're wrong, but that's okay. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to fail, Foo. It's okay to fail because we learn. We learn for next time, so it's okay. <laughs> Not on the food bar show. Not on the food bar that show. You keep you keep that shit away from here next time. Yeah, but it's fine. It's cool. Food. It's cute, dog. Well, for me, I'm gonna give it a solid 88. It's a B plus despite movie. Despite the food, it's despite Josie. No, no, not despite the food. Not despite the food. I just think, again, the good outweighs the bad. It's the and the bad's not like Terrible. crazy. Yeah. It's the bad's not like fuck. This made the movie dumb, but there was stuff that didn't make sense. All the stuff we've talked about. For me, the slow mo was like, God damn, dude, can we get a break from the slow mo? Um, the whole cyborg thing. So every part of the movie had cool stuff, but followed by not so cool stuff. Like, what was the point of cyborg giving that lady a hundred grand? We'll never see the lady again. It humanizes okay. him. That shows, that shows he's a hero, Foo. Wouldn't you? I mean, he just committed bank fraud. I don't know if he's a hero. Uh, yeah, he is. A uh, yeah, Foo. Fuck the banks. We established this. Fuck the banks. It's true. And, then, and also, it could have been oh, that that office space logic where he was just taking fractions of pennies from all kinds of corporations and just putting it all together to give her all this money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they were going to catch him in the end, bro. <laughs> so, whatever, dude. Okay. This is an office and space, then, though. 
And then when he got caught hacking into the school system, his mom's like, he's trying to help somebody. And he, he could be like, but yeah, you know, uh, hacking is cyber theft and we could technically, you know, throw a felony on him. But yeah, you're right. Being a good person is more important. So it's just well, his, dad, his dad is the head of Star Labs, bro. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he has some fucking pool. With that's, government well, well, that's why. Like, there's just little, little, very minor annoyance things. What makes sounds like nitpicking, which it's is why that... I'm like, which is why I'm so close to being in the A range of movies, but it's a B plus. Really good. The food doesn't like real he, American heroes. This he, is a, he's a flawed. He's a flawed person. Like, he it just shows how human he is. He's trying to do things, thinking that he's doing good, when you know, in reality, objectively, he may not be the right thing to do, but. Not he's he's do he's trying to do the right thing, although it may be a little flawed. And at the same time, this guy's a fucking robot. But it, they're, I think Food. they're trying to drive that point. So yeah, and again, that was, an DC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was just an example okay. of like little stuff that's not adding up. In addition to everything we said, the whole Barry, the whole Barry just fucking hey, how you doing? See ya. Oh, you're gonna be okay climbing these uh, six stories yeah. of stairs. Cool. All right. You know, <laughs> all of that little stuff mm-hmm. just shaved off the two points to make this an A-grade film for me. So it's it's almost there, dude. It's almost there. And if they could have shaved off a little bit of that stuff, I think this would be like a 95-100 rank. So, yeah. And I think you agree, Josie. If they somehow, some way, found out a way to shorten this film by 30 minutes, we're looking at a goddamn masterpiece here. Yeah. All right. No, that's, that's good. Well, you could be wrong in some aspects. <laughs> I I, yeah, Fu, I, I, hey, I respect that. I you know, Fu, I already told Joe C and I'll tell you this. It's okay to be wrong. But don't bring that shit here again. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. Yeah. Now we all, we all got rights, all right? All of us. <laughs> now Fu where I I kind of agree with all of your points. I do agree with Joe C that yes, um the musical composition was far better in this one. It, it, the movie breathed like it had a natural um, progression to it um the the scenes that were there it amazing like just everything i was hoping the original justice league to be um and i do agree with you that there were those inconsistency scenes where i don't agree with you on the cyborg part i do agree with you with the flash issue where he's just slowly running around them as opposed to actually just carrying them out which would have been Nordic women. Actually. Don't forget those Icelanders, dude. Just we didn't need that. Yes, we yes. That was not again. That was another unnecessary bit. However, um, there weren't that many unnecessary bits from as far as a storytelling aspect. From the story that he was telling, it did seem like a lot of those scenes that were included, they were needed because we've seen what the what the movie could be without them. When you compare it to that shitty fucking Joss Whedon movie. I mean, again, I didn't even finish that god goddamn Joss Whedon movie last night. I stopped at an hour in. I couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it to Zack Snyder tough. after I just did it's tough. after I just watched it. I yeah, man. And for for that reason, you know, I I give this movie a 90. I still give it a 90. There were some parts where they could have maybe cut down a couple of the slow-mo scenes. Um or at least shortened them. They could have shortened the, you know, shout heard around the world a little bit. Not not too much, but they could have maybe shortened it by a couple of minutes. Um, just to at least get the idea across. Like, hey, man, this shout's waking up all of these fucking machines. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still give it a, I give it a 90. I give it a 90 out of 10. Um, it's long as fuck. 
So that that kind of goes into my rating as well. So it, it it's still a great movie. Fucking one of the best, you know, comic book movies I've seen. It's up there, in my opinion, with Endgame and Infinity War. Um, what about Dark Knight? Ep- oh, Dark Knight's on a whole other. That's a whole thing, other thing, dude. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's that's why Steph's hundred doesn't make sense. Like the Dark Knight is. He, yeah, Steph's son. That's why I, I don't. I, I we don't we don't count Steph. Okay, she's just like a you know she's like that sick kid that you just invite onto oh, your what show the with fuck? charity. She's like, <laughs> you guys, I'm still on the line. Oh, oh, hi, Steph. Oh, oh, um, hey, you know that thing I said about being a sick kid? That was just a joke. It was a metaphor, but for like dope. Yeah, yeah. I now cut the line. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> damn it! Shut up. Uh, damn it, Steph. I did it in but spite yeah, of you, fool. In spite of you, because you hate. Definitely everything. a rewatchable, rewatchable four hours though. It's it's something I'm probably gonna go back to. And don't again forget in the next couple of days. Don't forget, foos. They're going to. Uh, you might want to wait on that, Josh, because they're gonna release this in black and white. Oh, and I can't wait. <gasps> They're still doing that color correction for the black and white version. Oh my. Um, And so one thing to tack on that has a little to do with my review. Um, I like that. Well, hindsight being 2020, us knowing how Joss Whedon was treating his staff and his actors and the reason why, you know, the, the actors were not only disappointed with his final product, but they were actually pushing, especially uh, Aquaman. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Jason Momoa. Yeah, Momoa specifically was the one that was just like, we need to get this fucking Zack Snyder cut out because not only is it a better story, he's a better person who deserves a you know a, a better a better chance to get you know his his story across. Mm-hmm. Um, I can respect that. And now knowing how shitty he was treating the people over at at, at the Ultron set, which makes sense to why Ultron was probably one of the not 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 one of the better uh, Avengers movies that came out. Um, still all right movie, but it wasn't one of the better ones, you know? Yeah, it's not what we were expecting, yeah. especially for the storyline that it was supposed to be. Um, I know a lot of Marvel fans were expecting more of an epic. It didn't. It was, you know, it fell short of that expectation. We still got a pretty decent performance of what a waste uh, of James Spader, Spader, dude. Spader bot. Yeah. Oh, dude, you're telling me, man complete complete waste because he that was one hell of a performance he he busted out for that movie um yeah i yeah yeah fusi that's um that's some pretty heavy shit that joss whedon's put them through especially ray fisher i don't know if you've read all of the stuff that's gone down with him like it's it's fucked up but you know what's even more fucked up about that is that wb actually kind of sides with whedon on the ray fisher thing yeah so it's like uh it all, it all leads to the head of Walter Hamada. Like he he's the one that's just really letting all this shit happen. And he's, in my opinion, the reason why WB is failing when it's coming to these comic book movies, because there's no cohesion. Like he's just he wants he's more worried about the the fact of the rating of the movie, mm-hmm. not worried about the content of the movie and the context of the movie. Like that, like this Zack Snyder was rated what TVMA or R? R. 
R. R, right? Yeah, and the Justice League one by Joss Whedon was PG-13 because he wanted the kids to, you know, get to watch it. And I get that. It's all metrics for him, I and that. I understand you want... it. You know, I get, yeah. Yeah, I get it too. But that's being, like, too microscopic, I believe, and... In... Too many, too yeah, too micromanagerial, in my opinion, and and very short sighted, very like you, very you, you got to understand the big picture. And this is a guy who evidently does not understand the big picture of the story that's trying to be that, that they're trying to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, because th- that means sequels. I mean, has he not been noticing what's happening over at Marvel in the last 10 to 12 years? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this can grow to something bigger. Don't be so short-sighted into just getting a huge paycheck for one mediocre movie. Exactly, man. It's it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see that this is happening to such a, a rich property, too, because the, the many storylines that they could be fucking going off of with DC and they're... They're not releasing anything like nothing's being released. Nothing's really even being like people are directors are afraid to touch it because of, you know, the oversight of Warner Brothers. And um, and they have such a benefit of them not being split to other studios like Marvel has with their X-Men and, and Spider-Man properties. They mm-hmm. they actually have the benefit of having every single freaking character under their guise and they don't know what to do with it. They they should yeah. know, and they have examples of what to do with it, considering what's been going on over at Marvel. But what yeah, the fuck, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how creative control goes forward because with James Gunn Ju- Suicide Squad coming up soon, um, that may be their game changer. And um, there are talks of James Gunn even just being involved in the future with DC and having control of their universe. Going to be like DC's Feige, pretty much. Essentially, like they're hoping that they could bring that same element from Marvel to their DC universe and grow on it, which would make sense because, hey, man, like just like in any sports team, if you see a that a team has a bunch of fucking great players on it, start pulling them over, man, start signing over free agents and see if they could help you out. So, yeah, exactly. um, yeah they got to get their heads out of their asses. And I mean, we'll see, man. I mean, Warner Brothers so far let Zack Snyder just do whatever the hell he wanted with this um so far even Mortal Kombat coming up that looks like it's great and then they were even hands off with that like the the director Sam McCoy legit told them like hey look I need fatalities I need the blood I need everything I need a hard R and if yeah he's like I need it to be hard R and you guys can and if you if you guys are not okay with that then I'm not doing this movie and Warner Bros is like all right you have it. You can have it yeah, all, man. man. They got they got to stop watering that down their their good content. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I and think HBO is going to be dope as fuck with the releases this year. Speaking mm-hmm. of Mortal Kombat, um, it was confirmed that a lot of it, well, a, a lot of key scenes were shot in that four by three aspect ratio, specifically for IMAX purposes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Not so the whole movie. Can... He's not saying it's going to be a four by three like like it was for Snyder Cut, but. No, but at least they Snyder can release this in IMAX. The math works out to a 4 by 3 and change or something like that. I'm just rounding up, Foo. Wasn't it 916 format? 916 is your widescreen format. Or It was the 331 or some bullshit. It's 1.33 to 1, which if you do the math is a 4 by 3. It's, four it's, by, a, it's a four by it's three. A, it's a it's a 3.99 by three. They say it right before the movie starts. Yeah, they round it up. Four I four. round it up. Everybody's rounding up, foo. For fuck's sake. It's a different <laughs> ratio. What does the numbers matter? 
Yeah, foo. Michael. Cunt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Foo. Well, I think I think we've talked this. Uh, I'm not gonna say talk this uh, movie to death. There's plenty more that I'd like to say, but I think we hit all the important points. Mm-hmm. And definitely. Uh, and, and Foo, I know that we wanted to close out the geeking out with some bullshit that you wanted to talk about. Oh my god. What? What's going on? You tell me, man. What's going on over in your world? Yeah, food. Didn't you want to talk about some guy in orgies with a bunch of white women? And stuff? Whoa, whoa! Um, foods. Actually, I wanted to talk about the bachelor foods. Same, same difference. Yeah. No. <laughs> the difference this time is we got our, a first ever in bachelor history foods. Uh-huh. We got a black bachelor foods. Finally, the black man's time to shine. Okay. Nice, Foo. Only after sixteen seasons. Yeah, what took him so long? More like, more like twenty, but you know. Damn, they're in the twentieth. <laughs> hey, man, it's a good show. You don't know what you're missing out on. I've seen. I, I can understand how it can draw people in, especially if you have a wife who relentlessly will make you watch it. Luckily, my wife is not one of those. Mm-hmm. But Kent. Foo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so tell um, us all about it. This was an epic first time The Bachelor had a black bachelor You know, Mr. Matt James Um, And there was a little bit of controversy That popped up midway through the show um, That didn't make ring headlines in Until the show was near the finale Um, It was a unique season Uh, It was very, not political It was very like woke and like one of the girls called none of the uh, one of the other girls like um a whore or a hoe mm-hmm. and then like when he sat down to be like why did you call the girl that and she's like it was out of context and he was just like can you explain to me any context calling another woman a whore is okay in yeah. and the girl had nothing to say because <laughs> like you know being politically correct yeah that's not the best <laughs> there's yeah. no good way there's no good conversation you're trying to have about it made for a, it before. made for drama though on the show i'm sure yeah exactly yeah. but like he called around on that and he actually called out a lot of line on the show which was like unseen before mm-hmm. so he was he was very woke and and whatnot but something that happened uh near the end of the series is we didn't know this until the end of the series but uh the person who we picked up on being his final you know lady mm-hmm. they didn't get engaged he got cold feet but he's like hey i want to be with you though and she was like yeah i'm down like i want to be with you mm-hmm. um so they got together but we didn't know they were picking this girl it had actually leaked out a few weeks earlier that uh one of the contestants actually attended an antebellum theme party Oh, I think I heard about that in the in the in the news. Yeah, and yeah. then the real controversy surrounded the host, um, uh, Chris. Chris what's his Chris face? Hansen? I forget his name. Chris, Chris Harrison. Hanson. No, it's not Chris Hanson. Is that Chris Hanson? No, it's no. Chris Harrison. Foo. Whatever. That was the catch. Chris Harrison. That's right. That's Chris Hanson. Yeah. So, foo. Chris Harrison. <laughs> when the story came out, like just past the midway point of the season uh-huh. instead of him trying to be politically correct or like kind of like you know get in front of the issue he actually defended the chick going to the antebellum party and was like he took her side yeah and that pissed off america foo so chris harrison is on he's on um, hiatus right as the he's host on, 
he's like kind of on permanent hiatus, at least for the time being. He's been canceled. <laughs> they fired him. Yeah, he got canceled. Yeah. And that wasn't, you know, that was the focus of the story. Well, lo and behold, Foo, three and four weeks later, the person he actually picked to be his woman was the chick who attended the Antebellum Holy party. Shit. Foo. Yeah. So the the network got made a whole thing about it. They replaced Chris Harrison for the whole after the rose after the after the finale after the final rose, which is like a a recap of the the end events of the series, and they brought in Emmanuel Acho, who's a ex uh, linebacker in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, a black host, first time they ever did that. Mm-hmm. And dude, it got real. It got real real quick. Um, How so? They they immediately like. Uh, they brought in one of the girls, uh, the dude, Matt, like one of the two finalists, Matt actually told her the night before the whole finale was like, it's not you. So it was no surprise. He was going to go with the last chick. Oh, wow. But like the chick came on the show and was like, uh, Emmanuel Acho was like, Hey, uh, did you get that closure from, from Matt? And she's like, I asked him for closure and he said, no. So I got no reason why. And I was like, oh, fuck. So they brought him out and called him out and was like, yeah, you're going to tell Michelle why you didn't give her closure? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that was my bad. So it's like, all right, all right, all right, I guess. So he still he didn't still... provide the closure. He's like, yeah, that was my bad. That's it? Yeah, he, he talked around it. So nice. he looked like an asshole. <laughs> and then we get into the all whole... these people are terrible. Anti- yeah, and Josh, I think you were away, but um, there's a contestant uh attended an antebellum party what the uh, hell yeah and lo and behold she was the final gal <laughs> with the black bachelor just to catch josh up real quick so it all makes sense to him mm-hmm. um, uh, you know what I, I i didn't need it but thank you sure thank you anyways <laughs> but anyways they bring they bring the chick on the show and they ask her what's going on um and then she's like well you know um, ex, you know, so and so has happened. I've made an apology, which people did not like. And then the guy's like, "So what's up with Matt? What happened?" And then she's like, "Oh yeah, he broke up with me because of that." And then the show fucking gets the 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 host is like, "Let's show the picture of the leak of her attending the party." And I was like, "Holy shit!" They're showing the fucking picture on fucking national TV, dude. Dude, they put this chick in the hot seat, man. What was she? What, what was the deal with it? Well, it was just a picture with their friends, but like, dude, attend, attending an antebellum party is pretty fucking racist. Dude. Is everybody wearing like hoods or something? Or no, it's like <laughs> it's a it's a celebration of like pre-war times. Yeah, pre-civil war. Yeah. Yeah. So she was like, "Oh, I didn't understand it," and then the guy was like, "Not in 2021." Could... Yeah, he was like, "You could you couldn't like." look it up mm-hmm. well the interesting thing for was it happened in 2018 uh-huh okay we weren't so that woke out... yet is what you're saying yeah so they bring out the bachelor and the bachelor is just like that's not a good excuse to say oh i did it so long ago when three years ago was not so long ago he's like you want to know what was so long ago being on a plantation in america being black yeah so like dude the, the show got fucking nuts man <laughs> <laughs> got meta real quick okay the show got really woke dude um so they wrapped that all up and then at the end they brought out the new the 
the last two or the next bachelorette contestants and they revealed there will be two bachelorettes going forward too. Oh wow. So it's gonna be like a menage a trois? Whoa. Something like that, Foo. Not exactly, but you're on the right track. All right. Yeah. Like oh okay. I'll, I'll tune in. Drama aside from the antebellum party, like what is the attraction to this show? The like drama. Like Yeah, the drama. This show's dumb. <laughs> like you're it's dumb. dumb. Steph. Like it's Steph, dumb. I just think I think you're dumb, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, damn, that was a perfect time for a food fact. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I just, that was, it was a weird ending. They they straight up called everyone out on live TV. And um, uh, it was a very uncomfortable finale to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because they don't know what's going to go on with Chris Harrison going forward. So I'm on pins and needles, Foo. I could tell, man. <laughs> well, hey, thanks. Um, Anytime, Foo. Let's never speak of this again. No, it sounds it sounds interesting, and um, I can I can see why you what why it drew you in so much. But um, I don't know, man. I, I've I, the only reason I've seen some seasons of The Bachelors because whenever this is before Steph and I were married, when we were dating, I'd go over her house and her mom was watching it, and I'm like, well, her mom just cooked this dinner. Let me stick around. And of course, I'm I'm just sitting on the couch, and yeah, I can see how it can draw you in. Like, I don't want to mistakenly, you know, start watching it because you'll finish the fucking episode because yeah. of all the drama yeah, that exactly. goes down. I, I so I, I get where you're coming from. I just I'd rather just not be presented with that situation because I, I I get it. Man. But not only that, but the foo's been watching this show for years, and when we used to like when we were all living like separately. Back in the day, we would go to the Pooh's house and then just marathon Bachelor. Hey, you guys want to do something? Let's watch That's The Bachelor. That's not true. That's not true. Not Josh, marathons? how many times did we watch The Bachelor when we lived at the apartment? It's not once. Exactly. So fuck you. Not then. <laughs> it's happened. Snacks? No. There's snacks all around. It's bachelor but time. It's fucking bachelor time. <laughs> I'd be sitting, I'd be sitting on the floor and then event. you and Lucy uh, on the suck. fucking futon bachelor. I no, was just I was just there happened. to get high. Yeah. I was just there to get high. Yeah. Shut up. That, that was like way back when when you lived with your mom. No, uh, well, one thing that I one thing that I miss from back from way back in the day, Foo, is remember when we would go on these Benders of Greg the Bunny episodes. Yeah. <laughs> that was the real draw, Steph. Okay, man, I uh, I hearken back to those. Th- th- that was a simpler time <laughs> <laughs> with, with our group, man. Those Greg the Bunny season one IFC episodes or or masterpieces. Oh, dude, they're great. Yeah, I have man. the I have the DVD. If you guys are down one of these days, well, I, I got so I got to watch as much as I can before that little baby gets here, fool. Well, it doesn't mean the little baby can't watch it with us. They're, no, they're the baby puppets. will not be watching that with what us. Do you mean? <laughs> Life lessons. Oh, are you going to nerf everything for this kid? Oh. Yeah. Wow. wow. Right. That way they can actually get it. Unlike me, they can actually get a scholarship to college and I don't have to pay for that shit, dude. Sheltered I'm playing kids. the long I'm playing the long game, bro, okay? Sheltered kids are often the most rebellious. Rebellious? Rebellus? Rebellus? Rebellus. Rebellus. Yeah, Rebellus. 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 Yeah. Rebellus. I can't even speak. Rebellus? Wow. 
<clears throat> I'm just got a master's that. degree and all that. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> no, and we know Obviously this. Obviously not. <laughs> Happens God every damn, pod. Steph. See, this is why I can't let the baby watch this bullshit. <laughs> it just fries your brain. Well, this I'll... is why the baby will never watch Auntie Donna. Oh, good. No, I'm okay with that one. That, that's fine. That is fine. Everything Fucking is a drum. Sh- Everything's a drum. Sh- I know everything's a drum. I mean, I'm going to leave my wife for it one day. <laughs> 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 Should have signed a prenup. I actually like actually like that episode. Yeah. No, that's funny, man. Um, yeah, it is. Well, anyway, Ooh, I already I already got to wait till the kid turns nine and watch Star Wars, man. Fuck nine. Why nine? Wait, nine. Yeah. Why nine? Oh man, you're gonna that's be a lame. That's when parent. I first saw Star Wars. So show him earlier, right? No. Start no. him off with the Clone Wars, and then build up. Dude, this kid will not have prequel. access to. This is gonna be the perfect child, okay? Yeah. That's uh, what every uh, first-time parent says. Okay, foo. Oh, You're gonna end up causing more damage. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, man, man they're so, off my plate at 18. All right, that's all I got to say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach this kid <laughs> how to shred on guitar, whether you like it or not. You know what, man? Do what you like. But we ain't. You know, <laughs> she ain't visiting. She ain't visiting those damn dogs. That's for sure. <laughs> for fuck's sake. All right, man. Well, that's going to do it for Geeking Out. Everybody stick around for the music highlights. Nerd! The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a mattress firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Music Highlights is brought to us by Pirate Brand Line of Trumpets. Hit those high seas with a Pirate Brand Trumpet. Anyway. Okay. Thanks, Foo. Anytime. Anytime. Our Foo. No, that's not a note. <laughs> he wouldn't know. Anyway, Foo. So uh, on today, I wanted to talk about one of my favorite Canadian bands that's uh, doing the rounds these days, The Dirty Nil. I've played a couple of their tracks on this show before, and one in particular that stands out to me is one that they came out with on um, called Blunt Force Concussion. And uh, it's a little different. It's a little bit, I don't want to call it poppier, but it's a little bit, they use more major chords, I guess, which is ma- makes it more appealing if you're more into that pop punk type of uh, alternative feel, but it's still a good song nonetheless. So everybody check out Blunt Force Concussion by The Dirty Nil. Wanna catch a flick, let 
This is off of their album that came out last year in 2020 called Fuck Art. And uh, I, I recommend everybody check out the Dirty Nils earlier work, too. If you guys don't remember me playing some of their tracks uh, in previous episodes, these guys fucking kill it. One of the best three-piece bands in rock and roll today. Moving on, uh, number two, if you guys weren't aware, Royal Blood also has some new songs. And they have this album called Typhoons coming out in mid-April, so that's coming out soon. One of the singles on uh, on this album is the single Typhoons, so check this out. One of the best two-piece bands that I've ever seen in my entire life. Just the dude on a bass and a guy just ripping it up on a drum kit. I've seen these guys a couple of times. Once at Coachella and they fucking killed it. They have the same kind of energy that like Muse would have. But just with two guys. And then I, uh, the next time we saw them together, I think, Steph, we saw them at a, a K-Rock Acoustic, Acoustic Christmas. Yeah, Acoustic Christmas. And uh, it was like, you know, at Acoustic Christmas, you get a lineup of a bunch of cool bands. And you only really get like a half hour to 45 minutes. These guys leave you wanting more, uh, no matter what. Uh, I don't know if you are you are you familiar with uh, Royal Blood, Josh? 
Yeah, I've heard Royal Blood. I like them. They're fucking sick, dude. Good food. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, explore Good them shit. a little bit more, man. I, I uh, Another band that I brought up a couple weeks ago was Death From Above 1979, another two-piece band that's just drums and bass. Um, they are... I think that Royal Blood employs the bass distortion and effects a little bit better than... Death from Above, nineteen seventy nine. Uh, it, 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 like I said, they have that that muse energy, especially when they play their shit live. Because not only is this guy running through a bass amp, I've noticed that he has two amps set up. I think one of them is going to like a guitar amp, and the other half of the signal is going to the bass amp, creating this full band noise. And uh, it really fills in the uh, it rounds the 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 noise coming out of this band. It's fucking amazing. So. If you got a chance to check out Royal Blood when the world opens up again, man, do it. You won't regret it, especially if you're a Muse fan. It's the same kind of kind of charm and feeling from it. But anyway, nice. uh, last but not least, we have, uh, you know, as, as, as it is a tradition, has been at least for the last few months, in the Foo Bar Show to bring up this week in music history. This week in 1977, T-Rex. The famous T-Rex band played their final ever gig when they appeared at the Locarno in Portsmouth, England. And I wanted to play the song that we all know and love by T-Rex, Bang a Gong, Get It On. heard this song in countless number of soundtracks throughout the years that movies have used this for for like period pieces whenever they talk about the 70s or even the late 60s you know they'll they'll bring out like a t-rex song this one in particular and um t-rex was one of those bands that i don't think they were considered punk but they were one of those bands that was very pre-punk and uh very much a uh, an inspiration for the punk scene when that came out because the punk scene didn't really kind of flourish until the late 70s and by then these guys were already over with uh, but i think that them the mc5 
they really inspired bands like the Ramones and the New York Dolls to do that what they did in the late seventies, and then you know give way to the early eighties punk scene that was that really kind of England took it from there. They took that baton and ran with it, but it all came from guys like this. And um, I I don't know, man. I, I, how, these guys, you, you can't hear the song without kind of just jamming to it. Uh, I know that Josh, you were bopping your head a little bit when when this was going on, and uh, one one of the lyrics to this one is "Bang a Gong." The foo, you love gongs, you love the Gong Show. You don't like gongs, dude. Oh, <laughs> foo, strong with you. Come on, man. Everybody likes a good gong. Everybody likes to get it on too every now and again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I guess the song wasn't for the foo. Shout no. out, foo. Fucking foo. No, because he likes the Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I knew you, foo. Uh, I thought I knew you. But anyway, that was the uh, music highlights for this, for this episode. And uh, as stated earlier in the episode, stick around next week for Hope, who's a local hip-hop artist. He's going to talk about his uh, his music project that just came out and the latest effort that really rounds up everybody in the scene here ar- around the Pomona area, all the hip-hop artists that, uh, that all gets, got together and, and did a lot of features for each other, which is pretty dope. So everybody stick around for that. And everybody stick around for the Foo Facts right after this. All right, Foo, you want to get started with some Foo Facts? All right, man, let's do it. All right, well, before we do that, Foo Facts is brought to us by High Stakes. Enjoy the best USDA prime cup, prime cuts from hemp-fed cattle. Yeah. High Stakes. It's all yours, Foo. Take it away. All right, cool. Thank God. All right, Foo's. <laughs> Josh, this might be uh, something that might be right up your alley someday, man. There are several programming languages that have newly been created using emojis and emoticons. They are called Emojicode, Emojigramming, Emojicoder, and Emotonomicon. That's kind of interesting. Water tea, rise of the numericons. Water tea. <laughs> I can now. You made me care. I care. Okay. Uh, fun fact that might explain why the foo always gets distracted and can't get back on track. Right, Fuse? Yeah. So here we go. Researchers fuck? in the new field of study called interruption science have found that it takes an average of 25 minutes to recover your focus after being interrupted by a phone call. Twenty-five minutes. That sounds about right. I knew that <laughs> one was for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, this next uh, few fact. The coffee break, as we all know, was invented in 1952 by the Pan-American Coffee Bureau, the PACB. Before World War II, a work break was unexisting, foos. It was not heard of, unheard of, excuse me. The PACB spent millions on advertising, including the slogan, give yourself a coffee break and get what coffee gives to you. And now, foo, everyone everywhere has work breaks. Hmm. What about yeah. smoke breaks? 
People were smoking since before that. Nope. They were just smoking the office, huh? Yeah. Uh, and not it's not until we kicked them out of the fucking building to smoke outside. That makes exactly, sense. Exactly, foos. They're like, well, fuff, fuff, fuff. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Go for okay. it. Okay, all right. Anyways, um, here's a nice treat, foo. Yosemite Sam is actually known as Sam Le Perret in France. There, he has a pirate persona as the default instead of the cowboy persona. Additionally, in other non-Western cartoons, he has other nicknames, including Square Deal Sam, Riff Raff Sam, and Seagoin' Sam. Interesting. My favorite's Riff Raff Sam Foo. Riff Raff. <laughs> um uh, well Steph, this one's for you. Oh, uh, let's hear it. <laughs> Actor Nicholas Cage allegedly bought an octopus for $150,000 on the grounds that he could use it as acting inspiration. He's also handsomely paid for a pair of cobras and a few dinosaur skulls, all for acting inspiration. <laughs> it's cool how he could get his hands on all of this cool shit except for the Declaration of Independence. Love <laughs> <laughs> to wait for a National Treasure Part 3. So. All right. Uh, this one's going to piss everyone off who grew up loving, uh, you know, Fruit Loops, foo. Mm-hmm. This is the most disappointing rather than funny uh, fact that the individual colors in Fruit Loops cereal foo all taste the same. Right. That's true. I, I, I actually I actually stopped eating uh Fruit Loops when this one time we ran out of milk and my grandma was just like you don't have any milk and we were all pissed off we didn't have breakfast so she served it to us in water foo. Oh. And it was from that day forward I never had Fruit Loops again. Oh man. Yeah, that's not how you want to that's not how you want to go out. Do you remember yeah. when Tricks used to look like the the fruit, the fruit? instead of little balls? Then I got lazy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's the end of an era. Yep. 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 No more little bananas, Steph. Also, um, um, I'm told, I don't know how true this is, but I'm told that before our time, we're talking like pre-1985, I think, Cheerios, the, the circles were actually quite big or probably the size at as Fruit Loops. I don't know how true that is, but... The fuck? Well, FYI there, yeah. Ooh, we'll, we'll get some investigative research going on that. All right. I don't know, but for a limited time, they're shaped like hearts. Oh, yeah? Right now, yeah. Damn, get one price punch out of anywhere. <laughs> I know, man. Everybody gets one. Fuck. All right. Um, here's one I I don't know. Uh, no one is entirely sure why, but when ducks quack, they produce no echoes. Ba, 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 boo, facts. Ba, 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 boo, facts. 
Is so you mean to tell me if if we take a duck into like a cavern, who's that would normally have like a reverbious echo, it's not going to happen. Yep. All right. They hit the Hmm. acoustic sweet spot every time. Food. Unless it's dangerous. Find find a duck. Yeah. We hey, if you didn't know this, food all the dark all the ducks at the parks are free. No one just wants to tell you that. You're not allowed wow. to touch them. They're federally protected. You can't touch the ducks. You can kick the shit out of a goose. Fucking assholes. Uh, geese are dumb. Dude, there's there's some geese at my local park, Foo. They travel in packs, man. It's quite scary. Yeah. Yeah. The regular show isn't fucking around. Mm-mm. <laughs> Don't fuck around with them. Just need need to find them baby ducks, man, to save the day. Save the day. <laughs> baby ducks. Foo, here's one that's going to blow all of our minds, Foo. Mm-hmm. An almond is technically a peach, or at least revered as such because it's in the same species as peach foo. That's weird. Is it because of the, the peach pit looks very much like a nut? Yeah, they're in the same family. They're in the same nut family. Oh, yeah? Well, 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 get a load of this one. Try this one on for soys. Uh-oh. Did you know that a banana is actually a berry? In the same family as the, as a berry. Like a Ooh, I, think, I think previously we didn't directly make that statement, but I think I mentioned that all modern day bananas are just modified Bones. mutants because yeah. original bananas have seeds. Yeah, yeah, that makes you sense, man. Mm-hmm. Berries, dude. Mm-hmm. Damn fool, you just you shattered my world. You just shat on it. Yeah, man. I hope you like these new and improved food facts, too. You just found a new website, is what you did. <laughs> uh, listen, listen, dude. You you don't got to spill the trade secrets for the federation here. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, Fu. You got you got uh, you got one more to bring it home. All right, Fu. I can I can do that. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go, man. Gorillas are some of the most fascinating animals on the planet, Fu. But do you know their scientific or official name, Fu? I bet you think you do, but you don't. Their official scientific name in Western Lowland is gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. So just calling it a gorilla is a, like a nickname. So yeah. then what's then what's Magilla? Is Magilla Magilla Gorilla 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 Magilla? Exactly, dude. It's just <laughs> wordplay at its finest, man. It's a family species origin. <laughs> Magilla Gorilla. Magilla Gorilla for sale. Magilla Gorilla. All, All right. right. Cool, Foo. Well, hey, thanks for that bunch of Foo facts. I feel enlightened. You're welcome, Foo. Yeah. I don't appreciate all that clicking you were doing, though. Clickety-clack! <laughs> uh, my bad, yo, but you know what? Who cares? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> well, Foo, uh, well, uh, you know, we're going to miss you, not during your sabbatical. Uh, now, what are you going to be doing over at the Federation during this time off? Foo, they got standardized testing going on, Foo. Yeah, are, are they uh, are, are they going to figure out whether or not you're you're worthy to to stay? 
in the Federation. That's why I got to take. That's why I got to study, bro. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. We'll also, through all those damn classes are going to start stacking up too. You have to take classes. Uh, we have to take classes for uh, you know the 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 he he who who's food. What is? Who has her phone on? Turn down That's your volume. Figment of your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take all of them Lamaze classes. Yeah, I gotta take the Lamaze classes and all the classes through um, St. Jude Medical Foo. Ah, oh. yes. I don't know an extraterrestrial federation even wanted to know about any of that. He's but trying okay. to learn these human ways. Uh, oh, okay. Got it. You got it. I need to learn surgery foo for one day. I won't tell you why, but that's that's all you get. Damn, oh, wow. he's just going to rip that baby food. right out of her. Well, protect your ass, everyone. Straight out of a horror film, dude. Yep. Watch out for them probes. Yep. All right, foo. Well, uh, we'll see you back in uh, well, mid-April, right in time for uh, 420, I guess. Does that sound about oh, right? shit, dude. Yeah, but I'm not partaking if you know when I'm slaking food. Sissy. Shame, foo. Shame. <laughs> Such a shame. That I knew you. No. Nah. <laughs> no, we didn't. Change. All right, cool. Well, Change. until then, uh, you know, everybody tune in next week for episode 224. It's going to be a doozy. And with that, thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a fucking champion. You can always reach us and check out our merch at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com. And search F-O-O-Barshow on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Up in Josie. With the Josh. And Seth. Signing off saying, don't be.